a minute, let me touch down, I'ma get it, cause I, 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 been waiting all night, it's game time. It's game time, here's your host, Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch-Smith. And good afternoon, welcome, welcome, welcome to game time here on a uh, Monday afternoon. Stretch will be with us a little later on. We have got a ton to do today as we... Uh, Welcome you into the program. Garrett, how you doing with your uh, sporting your uh, Washington Redskin? Yeah. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm a little perplexed. Okay. You're, you're a Texan by birth. Correct. You're a, you're a Cali guy by wannabe. I would say West Coast at heart. Okay. And you're sporting Washington Redskins gear. Correct. It's, okay, so growing up. In the household I grew up in, you had two options. It was either the Houston Oilers or Washington. Well, once and you the, grew up around here, correct? In Oglesby, yeah. So that was my downtown option. Oglesby. About not the got. suburbs. Not, not suburbs. No, okay, right, right in the middle of all of it. All right. So yeah, that was that was the only two options in the household. Houston, and Houston Texans. No, Houston Oilers. Oilers. Okay, I'm trying to get Oilers and Oglesby. I'm trying to put that together real quick. I really that's that'd be too hard to do. There's really not not much comparison there. Um but you know. But no, so so once what's uh what's used to parted ways and went on to Tennessee and I remember they had this competition before the Texans were created where they were gonna try to create a new logo, right? right. And they let the fans contribute and everything. I could not stand that logo. The the one that is the Texans logo. I didn't like it. So at that point I was like, Well, I'm done here. I guess I'll just roll with this. All right. And unfortunately I've been stuck with that ever since. So that's how that become. So we're a Texan from Oglesby. We like California, and we cheer for the Redskins and LSU. Yeah, yeah. Let me throw. That's right. So, I mean, you are a complex human being. I, I gotta be, man. I don't like being simple. I don't want to just keep things. Well, you're not that straight and narrow. You know, you're I gotta. Not that. I just gotta roll with the flow, and that, that's that's how things. That's how things fell into line. You love sushi, but you hate chicken fried steak. <laughs> I'm not eating sushi, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing no chicken fried steak either. All right. Uh, what was, in your opinion, the big takeaway from over the weekend, whether it was high school, college, NFL, World Series, it, it, tennis, checkers, I don't care. What was your big takeaway? I don't know that I had necessarily one big takeaway. I had a few. Uh, I, I thought I was really impressed with, the uh, Mims at, I mean, um, the Oklahoma receivers. I was really impressed with them. And I was really impressed with um, the, how LSU played. I thought they looked good. They rebounded well. And I was really just blown away by how bad Dallas looked. Washington is terrible. I mean, they're, they're That's an all-time awful. low. That's an all-time low. And, and Dallas, I think that really looked bad to me. Uh, what, them not being able to have any sort of success and then letting Gibson have a career day. For whatever reason, I, I think that was really rough, and those were probably my key takeaways for the the uh, weekend. So for me, it was Cowboys an all time low. Uh, Dalton gets blown up, and nobody does anything about it. Uh, it was it was not a it was not another pretty football game for for the Baylor Bears offensively. Garrett, they had three points through three quarters. Yeah, they look bad. Offensively, there's just no cohesiveness. I mean, they they ran it what twenty one times and threw it forty three times. Uh, there, there's just there's there's just not much continuity in in on the offensive side of the football. On the defensive side of the football, they were okay. 
But then there were times where they just went to sleep. There was there was a throw of what seventy two yards, and I think forty three and forty two. Mm-hmm. There was there were several really long, and, and we're not talking about contested. We're talking about guys running scot free. Yeah, Josh Josh Moore got open on them a couple times, but you know that was the little misdirection action, and they they were bringing more across in the backfield, and then. Uh, let him go out and get loose, but yeah, you're right. They they kind of struggled in that end. But I thought overall their their defense did a good job. I mean, given the 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 cards they were dealt and having to be out there because the offense couldn't get anything established really, and the, you know that was forcing them off the field sooner than needed to be. The defense was struggling to catch their breath. I think that you know the, to me that's the backbone of this team is is this Baylor defense and. Terrell Bernard, obviously, being named Big 12 Player of the Week, Defensive about Player that? of the Week. 19, I, 19 tackles, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's a testament to them. I mean, and, and that they're going to have to rely heavy on that defense. Uh, but, man, that yeah, you definitely got to get the offensive line improved. I've been saying that for years, but it, it, it's definitely starting to catch up with them. And uh, when you run the ball – as little as they did with those two running backs, I mean that's that's saying something. You gotta you gotta open it up. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But again, I, I'm 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 back over on the in the pass game, seventy two, and then you had a completion of forty two and a completion of forty seven. You cannot give up those kind of completions. You you just can't you just can't do it. You're gonna have a bust every once in a while. I get that. You're gonna have you're going to have situations where things you're you're on the you're just not on the same page in your coverage and in your schemes and but you can't have three big time pass completions like that. I mean, you just can't do it. Mm. I mean, it's that you, you can't. And, and you got and again, guys were running free uh, in in the secondary at times. So I, I mean, well, they were, but I, I, you got to also wonder how much of that was the, just the lack of preparation that they've been able to deal with over the past couple of weeks. Because that, that can't be easy for anybody. And no, you know. the, and, and you and that's a it's a that is an unbelievable that's a valid point. But if you're just looking at the football game itself, right, exactly. One of the things that I was concerned about with again, new head coach, new offense coordinator, new defense quarter is all the system in. There's no way it's in. There's no, they may not even know all the terminology yet. Uh, I mean, you know, with with what they're trying to do sch- schematically, they may not even have all the terminology in yet. But uh, in when you start and when you and you can talk about, well, they have meetings, they have meetings. You know, unless you're out on a practice field, going through it, looking at it, and running it, that you can have all the Zoom meetings right. you want to. That can lay the base work of what you're trying to do. But until you get out on the field consistently, and that's the thing about sports. The number one thing about sports, any sport, is consistency. Doing, you know, coaches like to get into a, a rhythm and in a and in, in they like okay, we do this on Monday, this on Tuesday, Saturday we go play, Sunday we do this, and mm-hmm. it, 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 it's almost robotic like how they how they go about as far as preparing, practicing, and then going to play. And, and Baylor has not been able to do that, and we're three games into this thing, and again, you can you know. They they just I was concerned with with them being shut down for, what ten days and then not playing for right. three weeks. I was wondering how they were going to hold up from a stamina standpoint. I thought they did okay there. Uh, I, I thought they were all right there uh, because it was if you're going to see it, you're going to see it on the defensive side of the football because uh, that's where you you spend a lot more energy over there than you do on the offensive side of the ball. 
Yeah, no, the stamina wasn't an issue at all. And then going back, I mean, it wasn't just players that were out. It was coaches as well. And I think that that could have played a factor in this. But to me, just the the simple fact of not being able to run the ball and just take some of the pressure off a brewer and Mm -hmm. give him an opportunity to get downfield, that that wasn't there. And Wasn't the running game between the tackles there early, though? I mean, It was, and you didn't take advantage of that. Kind of got away from that a little bit. Well, every time, and it got to a point where they were trying to, when they were trying to run the ball, they were doing those jet sweeps and getting blown up, and that made no sense to me. Like you said, if if you're having success in the middle, pound it and make it force them to stop you. Yep. So we'll get into that. We'll talk about the other games in the Big 12. Uh, I was – I I didn't have any visions of Kansas beating Kansas State, but I thought that with that being the battle of that sunflower and all that stuff, that they would at least get off the bus, but not not so much. And TCU uh, didn't hold up very well against Oklahoma. I thought that they may play a little bit better mm-hmm. than 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 they did there. You know what was an entertaining? There was two really entertaining football games in the Big 12. No, make no mistake about it. I really enjoyed Iowa State and Oklahoma State, and I really enjoyed Texas Tech and, and West Virginia. Good football games there. No, those were both good. And I, honestly, I didn't get to catch either one of those. Uh, I, once I was on that Baylor-Texas game, I was just locked in. I, and I kept telling myself, flip over and check. It's, you know, that's a good game going on over there as well. But Couldn't make yourself do I, it? I couldn't make myself because I was like, if I flip, I'm going to miss Baylor do something. And, you know, that wasn't the case. But, I, you know, it – Oklahoma State proved why they're the best team in this conference right now. I mean, their defense played lights out. Brees Hall, he definitely he had a good game for Iowa State, but they did shut Brock Purdy down. And so it's kind of like the pick your poison. What are you going to do there? And they didn't let the passing game beat them. So uh, it, right now, I think Oklahoma State's kind of shown why they're ahead of this conference right now. And, you know, Kansas State's sitting there undefeated as well. But to me, Oklahoma State is, you know, they're, they're atop until they get dethroned. All right, uh, how many saw Middle Lothian Heritage beating La Vega? Didn't see that one coming. Although they're a good football team, they they mm-hmm. went into the game at seven to two, uh, and come out of there at, uh, at you know with with the win. So uh, congratulations to them. But uh, and I think they had to overcome. I think La Vega had the lead at halftime, if I'm not mistaken, and and then Heritage came back and won the game. Yeah, Heritage opened it up in the second half, and you know I, those two teams are really good. And Heritage, like I said, over the past few years they've been phenomenal, but. I thought La Vega was the the better team going into this, but you know sometimes when sometimes when the running game doesn't get going too much and you and you make yourself one dimensional, you can get taken advantage of it. I think Heritage just took advantage of them. Ray Biles and, and Lorena down ten at the half, come back and beat to Tommy Brashear and Cameron twenty eight twenty. Uh, for a big win in that district. Any win in that district's a big, big win. Uh, Ray Biles will join us uh, at 5.30 this afternoon to talk about that game and, and to look ahead as well. So we'll, we'll, we'll do that uh, a little later on as well. Uh, and, and finally, in the World Series, I don't know if you saw the, the conclusion to Saturday night's game. Maybe one of the strangest endings to a World Series baseball game ever. That was very weird. I felt for the Dodgers in that because that was a play. Who was it? That uh it was uh, the center fielder. The right field. Right, right, okay, yeah, so it was Betts. A, yeah, it was a ball out in right field. Okay. Well, I thought we, that's a play he'll make nine times out of ten coming up on that. And just he got a little complacent, took his eyes off of it. And then the play at, the, at home, I mean, Strange. that right there was odd. First of all, it's a huge base running blunder. Uh, it, it, and he falls down. But then the ball skips away from, from the catcher. And he was able to crawl home and just pound on home plate. What, what a bizarre ending. And then the Dodgers on Sunday night, they flush that problem and don't I mean and they come out and they play really, really, really good baseball 
last night in a uh, win. And everybody can get off Kershaw's back. He's 4-1 and one in the postseason, 2-0 and oh in the World Series. Uh, he's, done, he's done what they've asked him to do. He's gone out as the ace and pitched his team into a position to win. Oh, no, Dad, and I think he looked good. I mean, it's it's so refreshing to see that he's taking advantage of being at home, essentially, you know, being there from Highland Park and just being able to play in your backyard and getting able to, you know, because there's all the talk going into it. We knew, you know, can he do this? Can he be able to step up? Well, he showed in the first game that he could and be able to get out there and get a second opportunity and capitalize on it was really good for him. Max Muncy, I, I <laughs> keep talking about ball. him, guys. I'm just going to keep talking about him. He is playing some baseball. Last night he was two for three. He scored a run, uh, drove in a run, and uh, and, and walked. So uh, it, he is just uh, – and he, boy, that home run that he hit, whoo, it was majestic. It was something to see. And uh, he, he leaves the yard and the uh, – and the uh, – and the Dodgers win four to two. It's an off night tonight, and then they'll uh, they'll resume play on Tuesday night. Do they finish it Tuesday? In your opinion, I think they do. So well, do I. I. You know, and I, I was I'm glad Tampa Bay is well deserving of being there. They are obviously you know the other best team coming into it, but I think that the, this is the Dodgers season. They've had they were there a couple of years ago. They you know they didn't you had the issues with the Astros. Did they cheat? Did they not cheat? Everything. I, I just feel like it's their time. And but I'm hats off to the Rays for keeping it entertaining and making this not you know like a sweep or something just keeping it engaged. I, I think you got to it's a testament to them because they are a really good team as well. All right, so there you go. Uh, three fifteen, fifteen minutes after three o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We will uh, we will dive into the middle of this thing. We're going to come back and talk a little bit more about Baylor football. We'll do that when we continue on game time here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at the thenitschegroup.com. This is the Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Cloudy and cold tonight here in Central Texas. We'll see areas of rain, drizzle, and mist on again, off again throughout the night as low temperatures fall to 42 degrees. Keep the coat and umbrella handy for tomorrow because another cloudy and cold day expected. We're going to see periods of rain, drizzle, and mist with highs only topping out at 49 and mostly cloudy on Wednesday with a 60% chance of rain. It'll be a little bit warmer with a high of 54. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30, 6, and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. I have a Mark on the line. Wanted to know what he needed to do to check out the van. (laughs) Wait, excuse me, who? We got the email yesterday saying if anyone needs to check out the van, they need to go to to, uh, Debbie Dev from the fifth floor of the office to sign it out. Well, I don't think Debbie got the email either. She She sent it. Okay, well, she transferred him to me, and I was like, wait a minute. Transfer Transfer back? back? Yeah, and say, hey, this is for you, per your email. Unnecessary Roughness, Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on ESPN Central Texas. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. 
At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or visit MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Are your office surfaces covered in antimicrobial film that lasts five years for the safety of your employees? Does your office point of entry use a state-of-the-art thermal facial recognition scanner that also takes temperatures? Is it frustrating accessing documents from home that are stored at your office? Now ask yourself what other office technology company in Texas offers these products and services? No one but the premier provider of business technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, and Sean Hunt. 254-772-1600, UBEO.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Three twenty, twenty minutes after three o'clock. Rain falling again here in the heart of Texas. I, I think this is going to be the theme for the next two or three days. So, uh, get ready. <laughs> I'm cool with it. You all right? Yeah, I'm good with it. Well, you're Seattle kind of California, <laughs> left coast kind of guy. So, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the, uh, the the Baylor offense in uh, their productivity or lack thereof in the uh, in the game on Saturday. And again, uh, with Coach Fedora, a, a new defense, co- new head coach, new defense coordinator, new offense coordinator. What is what is the what is where are they going with this offense? What is the what is the perfect balance uh, or their ratio? Who we don't know yet. Mm-mm. I mean, we have the sample size is too small. But here's what it was Saturday, and I don't think this is what they're striving for. But it may be. I don't know. Uh, they had 21 carries, 21 rushing attempts. In 44 passing attempts. And in, I think you're looking for a little more balance than that. 21 rushing attempts and, and 44 passing attempts. John Lovett had four carries. Tristan Ebner had four carries. Eight carries out of your top two running backs. Yeah, that's, that's not going to work. I don't care who you are. That, if you, and those guys are so talented, you've got to utilize them. And then as far as all those passes, 43 passes – you never try to stretch the field. When you have a guy out there like Tyquan Thornton who has pro- proven that he could stretch the field, at least attempt to go to him. All the passes were shallow. A, a majority of them were to the left side. I was beginning to wonder if they forgot how to throw the ball to the right side of the field. But, uh, yeah, you you have the talent there. You just got to figure out a way to utilize it. Your longest completion, I think, was 21 yards. That's not good. 
your longest completion was was 21 yards, and you were talking about Taquan Thornton. Uh, he had four catches for 22 yards. See, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand that. It's Snead. You have Snead out there. Snead's a great receiver. They have the pieces, but and I understand. You know, we're still trying to find our rhythm, and you had two offensive linemen out, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I mean, you you can't you can't just carry the ball eight times. I, I, I can't get over that. No, I, I'm with you. Plus, think about it now. It was a football game that was basically a low-scoring affair, and it really was low-scoring early. It's 3 nothing at the end of one in favor of Baylor. It's 13-3 to at the half in, in favor of Texas. So it, it was a low-scoring affair. There was no reason, no reason whatsoever, in my opinion, to get away from your game plan. So was your game plan to throw it twice as many times as you ran it? I, I wouldn't think so, but – you know, again, we don't know what this offense is going to – we knew what it looked like at Southern Miss. You knew what right. it looked like in North Carolina. But what's it supposed to – with – and every – and you can say, well, it's the, it's the same offense coordinator, but it's not the same players. So he tweaks – you got the – every offense, every defense adjusts, tweaks, and makes the – and does those kind of things based on their player personnel. And, and so what are they trying to do offensively with this, with this group, and what is the identity of this offense under Coach Fedora? Uh, in, in Dave Aranda was asked about the identity of of this offense. I, I would agree with that. I would think I would think so. I think um, there's there's a lot of positive things that we're building on, but I think in terms of um, just the collective offense, defense, special teams all playing off each other and all that. I think, uh, I mean, I think today was probably an illustration of kind of where it's at. And so I think um, a lot of work can be done there. I think the ability to put it in our players' hands where they can play fast. I think some of the, some of the, you know, there's an earlier question about kind of offense getting going later. I think at the end of the game, you know, it's in the players' hands and, and uh, they're, they're moving the ball. And so I think um, those are things I, in those types of situations that you, you know, those are lessons that I think are uh, imperative that we learn from. And I think it, it will allow us to, to get better and to uh, improve from this game to the next. They were talking about possibly playing fast. They tried a little bit at times to play fast, and, and it looked, it, they looked like they had a little, it was co- kind of cohesive uh, when, when they were going kind of fast. But they didn't do it enough, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, and that's something that I'm sure they'll go back and, and look on, and you can't fix it. I mean, you can't go back and replay that game to fix it, but that's something that they'll adjust going forward, knowing that's when we were having the most successes, when we were going fast. And I, I was wondering about that, especially at the end. They were running – they were desperately needing – you had you had scored, you finally got 16 on the board, right? And I believe they were on their own 40 trying to make a push, and you're just slow, snail pace, look over to the sideline. There was no sense of urgency at all. You know what I'm curious about? And, again, I'm curious how many practices that this offense has had altogether. What they projected to be the starting 11, the starting 11, how many actual practices has the starting 11 had uh, together altogether? Since, since since fall camp, because we know they didn't get any in spring, but in, in, since the fall, how many – because we talk about being cohesive, mm-hmm. we talk about understanding each other, and, and, and heck, 
Garrett, for that matter, knowing each other, uh, you know, coaches and players and, and things of that nature. And, and, and I wonder how many actual practices they've actually had. Uh, man, I, I would think it at least probably – I wouldn't probably say more than two weeks, honestly. There's probably no way they've had more than two weeks. <laughs> Which stop and think about what you're saying. Now. I know, and I and again, and I'll say, and I've you've never heard them actually use that as an excuse. They've never said, "Hey, well, you know," but I don't. And 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 honestly, it's 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 almost November, and I realize you you haven't had practices. I realize you you uh, you uh, you have you've only played three games but that's the card you've been dealt mm-hmm. and you got to deal with it but when you stop and think about it from a from just a realistic standpoint how much work have they gotten together or or flip it to the other side of the mm-hmm. football the defensive side of the football we just talk about busted coverages and things and, and receivers running free how many actual practices you, and again but somehow you're going to have to figure out a way to overcome that because the season's not waiting on you now. No. You're, you're playing. And here we go again, Saturday afternoon, 2.30, the Frogs are coming to town. And I don't think after Gary Patterson gets beat by Oklahoma that they're going to be in, they're going to be very sympathetic to your uh, to your plight. They're they're not. Oh, no. And it, also, it's a rivalry game. And TCU's going to come down here and want to get one in Waco. I mean, and make a statement. And you just, to me, I, I think that, I think the Baylor defense is going to step up. I think that gives them a better chance to win this game. And to me, the offense is going to look totally different than what it did against Texas. But you can go back and look at all three of the games they've played. They don't look like the same team in any of those games. I mean, when you look at when they open the season up against Kansas, it's dynamic plays and special teams and it's high scoring. And then when you go and you play West Virginia on the road, you can barely get the run game going. There's no push, you know, and then, over here, you don't try to run the ball at all against Texas, so I still don't know the identity of the offense. And you talked earlier about stretching the field, and Dave mm-hmm. Aranda spoke to uh, to the media about uh, the the lack of some deep balls. Right now, it's the um, the ability to protect for that for that throw, and so there was, um, I think, starting off uh, in uh, the second half, we had a shot play planned. Um, I may, I may be mistaken here, but it might have been the first down that we had. And um, um, a Longhorn uh, leaked into the pocket there. And so there's still there's still um, uh, improvement that needs to be made. You know, I think there's some shots that we have that are out of the pocket uh, that we attempted to run as well. You know, whether they're, um, they're boots or they're, uh, they're nakeds. And I think a lot of those were checked down, and those were probably based upon coverage. But um, we're we're definitely attempting and trying to stretch the field. So he says there's some protection issues and and there's some coverage issues, and and you know what with with the lack of continuity on your offensive line, and again you pointed out two starters mm-hmm. not there. I can see that. I can see where Charlie says, "Hey, I I can't make this throw. We got to do something different." And, and so. Maybe that's maybe that is part of the issue of, because you you've got to mass mass protect if because you're buying as much right. time as you possibly can to throw the ball down the field. No, I get that. At the same time, though, you've got to attempt to run the ball because Texas Texas did not fear or respect the run game at all. They backed everybody up into coverage zone, and he had nowhere to throw it. And that's what was you know leading to those short throws. But th- that's why I, if Fedora was over there all year long last season with Texas, he should have he he knows. 
you know, those defensive players, their tendencies, their, their weaknesses, their strengths. And I'm not putting it all on him. I'm not, I, but I, I think that they should have utilized the running game more. All right, so the Bears are now 1-2 and two and uh, get ready for TCU coming in here on Saturday. It's 3:29. We, uh, we're going to step aside. When we come back, we'll dive into the Cowboys and, and what's going on there. Boy, we could spend a week and a half on that, but we'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. Do you need a car? Do you have $149? The Honda Transports have just arrived at Greg May. You'll find a large selection of your favorite Hondas, Pilots, Accords, CRVs, and Civics for as low as $149 per month. That's right, Civics, $149 per month. And HRVs, just $149 per month. You can still get above market value for your trade. And 0.9% APR for up to 60 months on select models can save you thousands of dollars more. But you've got to hurry to Greg May Honda because offers like these won't last long. Stop by today or check out gregmayhonda.com for complete details. Business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1 800 433 2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and scratch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. For all you Hatch Green Chili fans out there, you know how great they are. And if you've never had the Hatch Green Chilies, here's a perfect introduction. The new Hatch Green Chili Bacon Burger at Whataburger, available for a limited time. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Small Sandwich Shop. Cowboys quarterback Andy Dalton left the game after a vicious hit, and the Cowboys fell to Washington 25-3. Dalton will undergo concussion protocol this week. The Cowboys are at Philadelphia on Sunday. Baylor Bears never really got going, and Texas beat the Bears 27-16 on Saturday. The offense had a late surge, but the Bears still came up short. 
Bears now have to get ready for TCU to come into McLean Stadium Saturday afternoon. Peterson and Muncie blast home runs and Kershaw strikes out six. Dodgers take game five, four to two over the Rays and lead the World Series three to two. Game six tomorrow night, 7.08 first pitch. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Chicago Bears and the LA Rams kick off at 7.15. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Three thirty-four. Welcome back in. This is game time. Stretch will join us a little later on. Tom and Garrett, we're glad you're with us on this uh, Monday afternoon. Uh, yesterday, Garrett, I'm sure you were kicked back with the popcorn and pretzels and and pop tarts and whatever else you like for uh, for your. <laughs> where did pop tarts come from? I don't from? know. I, I, I strawberry pop tarts. I'll get on some pop tarts. <laughs> It's, so you you like the pop tarts, do you? Yeah, the brown sugar cinnamon. Oh, you see, I'm a strawberry dude now when it comes to those pop tarts. Uh, <laughs> just did you? I mean, it was an all time low for the Cowboys. I didn't think they, that it could get any worse, but it did. And there was, I mean, I was just kept I kept thinking about okay, so there was so many different areas where it was just disastrous. Uh, offensive lines horrendous. Uh, it, it, it did you see? Did you see the spark in their eye? Did you see an um, a, an emotional fight from this football team? They were just. It was like they were flat as a pancake. And you heard this week mm-hmm. or last week rather that man they had a great uh, what was that a, maybe one of our better Thursday practices or something to that right. effect. I mean, it was like we had good uh, good work, but. When does that work translate into productivity on the field on on Sunday or Monday night, whatever the case may be? I mean, because that was pathetic. Again, you the Arizona game on national television was bad, and it was embarrassing. And then you go out and, and you produce this garbage on Sunday. Yeah, it, it, man, that was probably one of the worst performances I've ever seen by a Cowboys team. And they just had no – like you said, there was no energy. It was like – Hey, we're getting a paycheck for showing up. We're just going to go out here and go through the motions, and you know, and I understand it's, it's you lose your quarterback in Dak last the other week, and, and that's devastating. But you got to step up. Andy Dalton's your guy now, and once he went down and took that hit, it was like they were almost relieved that they didn't have to deal with him anymore or something. And that's not that shouldn't be like that. And but man, they I feel really bad for them. There's I told you and stretched this last week. I said you know in all seriousness, the Washington front is is really good i mean they're, they're loaded with first round draft picks and they just took advantage of that line but my thing is why does the defense consistently allow people to have record rushing performances against them i, I can't figure that gibson is not that good well washington's offense is not i mean no. it's is not that good but man uh, they look good yesterday and for obvious reasons but on the offensive side of the football it was little things for me Okay, and I'm going to pick on C.D. Lamb here. I realize he's a rookie, but you know what? You're a pro now. Step it up. So Dalton throws a skinny slant that hits him between the eight and the eight. If he catches it, it's six points. Catch the football. And then later in the football game, he again is a wide receiver. This time he's lined in the slot. You're not listening for anything as a wide receiver. You have one job, and that is to to look inside – Look inside, and when the football moves, you move. Mm-hmm. What's he do? False start. A false start from a wide receiver tells you you're not focused and you're not paying attention. 
Well, that was all of them. The, the, the whole team wasn't wasn't paying attention. They weren't engaged. And, you know, defensively, when you look at, I mean, all the talk was, oh, we got Van Der Esch back and everything. Their best player is Alden Smith, and the dude didn't play for the past three years. That's bad. Yeah. I mean, and Van Der Esch went down in the first mm-hmm. half, and I, it was like, hold your breath, you know. And then then the hit on on Dalton, I, I, the only way I give those dudes a pass is – it caught him off totally off guard. But, man, when your quarterback's helmet is rolling on the ground and you just kind of stand around and look. Yeah. Come on. You gotta I'm, not saying, I'm not saying, you, you know, you break out a, a knife fight or anything. But, man, you gotta, you've got to stand up and defend your quarterback a little bit better than that. Th- there was no reason that that the, there should have been, like, two or three Cowboys right up in Bostick's grill after that hit. That You've got to. Yeah, I mean – and again, I, I I don't know that that was just to see that and just to see people just kind of standing around, you know, ah, uh, it was just a bad deal all the way around. Uh, if you want to join us, you certainly can. Our phone lines are open for you as always, every day, all day on the program six six two sixteen sixty, or you can hit us up on the text line. We'd love to hear from you on the CNC Collision Center text line at two five four six six two sixteen sixty. We were talking about numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, uh, the rhythm of the game and in the Cowboys, you 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 wrote a check to Ezekiel Elliott for a reason. And how about Zeke getting blown up in pass protect? Did you see the linebacker yeah. flat? That doesn't happen. He's too strong a man to have that happen. There's no way that happens, but it did. And he gets blown up, and so does Andy Dalton. So it was it was another pathetic performance from the Cowboys. And in the play calling department, Ezekiel Elliott gets 12 opportunities for 45 yards. 12 carries, 45 yards. He averaged 3.8 a carry. His longest run from scrimmage was 12 yards. This is an all-pro running back, and he's he's carrying the ball 12 times. Unbelievable. All right, uh, 340, let's uh, head over to the phone lines. Let's say hi to John. John, good afternoon. Welcome to ESPN Central Texas. Uh, thank you, guys. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. Appreciate <laughs> so, it. Uh, I want to know how come nobody is calling for Mike McCarthy's job. He's doing the same thing he did in Green Bay, which after the Super Bowl, he didn't do nothing. And with a Hall of Fame quarterback, and you can't do you can't do anything. And then he comes here and flat destroys the Cowboys. We were better off with Jason Garrett. <laughs> John, appreciate it. And I don't know that you're going to call for his head, but you got to call for some changes, don't you? I think at this point, you just, and I don't know who you would replace him with, but to me, you have to fire Mike Nolan just just to provide a spark, you know, let you know that, you know, hold somebody accountable for this because nobody's being held accountable. And I think, you know, granted, it might be somebody that's going to run something similar, but you just got to send that message. And I think as far as McCarthy goes, Given all the circumstances this season, with you know the COVID, the lack of lack of preparation time, you lose your offensive line, your starting quarterback. I think McCarthy gets a mulligan simply because of all of that. Now, granted, if they turn around and do this crap next year, he should be gone. But I think first you're going to see Nolan get get the axe, and I think if the offense doesn't get into rhythm, then you go Kellen Moore and work your way up to McCarthy. You know, I, I'm with you to a degree. the The one thing that disturbs me is the lack of 
the lack of emotion, the lack of, uh, you know, fire from you. the football team. And that has nothing to do with COVID or lack of meetings. That's, uh, that is, that's, that, that's, and, and again, I take it to the top. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I fussed it, it, it uh, at uh, stretch last week about you know the managerial right. and he said well we got a you know the big group and there's they're in a room and you know ultimately somebody's responsible for everything right and with the cowboys the ultimate responsibility falls with the owner jerry jones with this football team on field performance and lack thereof ultimately falls to the head coach mike mccarthy now you could and you're right all that stuff right. happened and in and, and there's clearly evidence that you know when you're a first year and just in in just getting there and in not being able to do all of your otas and all that stuff it had a, it's had a negative effect and now your quarterback's gone and you and and they probably have name tags on the damn helmets mm-hmm. trying to figure out who's who on that offensive line it's that bad uh and so, yeah, there's a lot of excuses and things, but there's no excuse for not playing with a little emotion. And and again, we're not in the stadium. Right. At least I'm not in the stadium. But it certainly doesn't look like there's any emotion, you know, any high-fiving and, you know, feed me the football right. and all that, the stuff that drove me nuts, you know. But there's none of that. You don't see anything. You don't see – I mean, it's just like, okay, here we go, line up, you know, make sure we got 11. That's what I'm saying. It's like, hey, we, we're getting paid, so we got we well, got to at least show up out here. Rolling through them, and that is 100% on the head coach. There is no question about it it's on the head coach. So – Anyway, 343-17 in front of four. We're talking sports with you on this Monday. We're going to step aside, and when we come back, uh, do we, you know what? Let's do this. Can we cheat and, and, and talk about – because Q had a chance uh, after the game last night to, to, talk, to, uh, to talk to Cooper, uh, and I think Cooper took some questions, and, and Q was, uh, had an, uh, a chance to catch up with Cooper and talk about this offensive situation. Amari, Mike McCarthy said that Thursday's practice was a really good practice. He liked uh, the spirit, the energy you guys had, but he wants it to translate to, to Sundays. How come it's not translating from what you're seeing? Uh, that's a very good question. Um, you know, first thing I think of, you know, that's team practice too. Um, we don't know how that practice went. Uh, but I don't know. Um, I want the same thing for our ball club. Um, and I, I agree we, we did have a, a, a great practice on Thursday. And it needs to translate to the game. Um, but one thing I know for certain, we're going to keep going out there, um, practicing good, and, um, you know, time will tell as it translates. Hopefully it does. Amari, what's the that's, uh, that's Amari Cooper with uh, Q after the game last night. Uh, and, again, they may be practicing well. But if you don't take it to the field on Sunday, and he were talking about a good practice, and I'm, a, I'm assuming a spirited practice, right. an emotional practice, but man, when they went out on the field Sunday, it was like you know, it was like they were flatlining. It, it was just you know, let's line up, let's do you know, let's you know, we got three hours and fifteen minutes of football we got to mm-hmm. play, and then we can get on the plane and come home. Did you get? I mean, did you feel the same way? Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, they, like you said, it, it was bland. It was they didn't care. They, I mean, like I said, they they were getting paid. They did their thing, but they, yeah, it, it was. There was no excitement. There's no like nobody looked like they enjoyed playing the game of football. Right. And, I mean, you know, it was like. And granted, it is their job, but it was more like, oh, well, this is a I business. I know, but you still got to play with exactly. some emotion. Yeah, you got to have that. a li- – there's got to be a little – you know what? We get fired up to come in here. Right. I mean, you know, they, you know, so 
I, you, yeah, they're getting paid, and yeah, it's their job, but man, sh- at least fake it. Yeah, <laughs> Show me something. 345, 15 away from four. We're going to talk some high school football. There's games going on tonight. Thank you very much. We'll talk about them next here on ESPN Central Texas. Do you wake up each morning with chronic joint pain or go to sleep at night with the aches and pains of a recent or old sports injury? Meet Dr. Lance Ellis, a board-certified orthopedic surgeon with Coriel Health that specializes in orthopedic spine surgery, minimally invasive treatments for bone and joint pain, hip replacement, and joint reconstruction. To learn more about Dr. Ellis's personalized treatment plans or to schedule an appointment, visit CorielHealth.org. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home. Good luck to the Midway Panthers as they continue their tradition of excellence this season. At Wilkerson Hatch Bailey, we also carry traditions. I'm Brooklyn Bailey. 95 years, our family has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services and celebrations custom to your loved ones. From intimate memorials to large celebrations, we believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to your family. Learn more at whbfamily.com. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. All Texans need an approved form of ID to vote. Before going to the polls, visit votetexas.gov to check if you have one of the seven approved photo IDs, like a Texas driver license. The full list can be found at votetexas.gov. You can also find what to do if you do not possess and cannot reasonably obtain one. Visit votetexas.gov or call 1-800-252-VOTE. That's 1-800-252-8683. Sponsored by the Texas Secretary of State. At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or visit MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Smalt Sandwich Shop. Cowboys quarterback Andy Dalton left the game after a vicious hit, and the Cowboys fell to Washington 25-3. Dalton will undergo concussion protocol this week. The Cowboys are at Philadelphia on Sunday. Baylor Bears never really got going, and Texas beat the Bears 27-16 on Saturday. The offense had a late surge, but the Bears still came up short. 
Bears now have to get ready for TCU to come into McLean Stadium Saturday afternoon. Peterson and Muncie blast home runs and Kershaw strikes out six. Dodgers take game five, four to two over the Rays and lead the World Series three to two. Game six tomorrow night, 7-08 first pitch. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Chicago Bears and the LA Rams kick off at 7-15. SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Fifty ten away from four. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. You know, because of COVID and because of things that have happened in certain districts, uh, Garrett, there's there's Monday night football, and we're not talking about in the NFL. We're talking about high school football, and and uh, a couple of games I think are on tap. Let me uh, mm-hmm. see if I can't find my notes. Hang on, hang on. I got so much paperwork here. Uh, trying to figure out who's playing tonight. Uh, there's a couple of games. I, I got it. I promise I do. You got it? Yeah, I, I'm telling you. I, you sure? I do. Somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah, here it is right here. All right. So tonight, tonight, well, that's not it. <laughs> All right. Hang on. Hang on. Well, we know Martin Wortham. Yes, and, but I think, I think Breedmont is, is in action as well tonight. Uh, I'm, I'm looking. Give me a second. Give me a second. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, that district has uh has has gone to the five day format and uh you know so therefore they're uh they're playing tonight and then again i think on saturday uh for for martin i think they'll play tonight and then they'll play again on uh, on saturday evening it's chilton that brevon's yeah, other there game. you go there look here it's right here in my hand now uh no i think you're wrong i think it's chilton at Bremont. that could be it yeah and don't forget hubbard's at frost it's, uh, tonight as well. So you got three. You got three games on tap in that district tonight uh, in District Ten Two A Division Two. Hubbard's at Frost, Chilton's at Bremont to take on uh, the Tigers, and then uh, Wortham will visit the Panthers in March. So and then on uh, on Halloween. Uh, no, I'm sorry. On uh, the thirty first. That is Halloween, That's Halloween, isn't it? Yeah. Bremont will maybe the best game in the district. Bremont will be at Mart and Chilton will be at Hubbard. So yep. there you have it. All right. So that's what's on tap and. Uh, it, it, it's got to be – I mean, we talked about programs liking – they like to be in rhythm. They, right. they, they like to have continuity. They like to have consistency in how they, how they practice, how they prepare, how they scout, how they put scouting reports together, and then how they travel and how they go play. They like to do the same – they like to be – they're regimented. They right. like routine. There's nothing routine about what we're doing here in this district. And so now the Panthers have got to go play – uh, Wortham tonight, and and, uh, and Kevin Hoffman, the head coach of the Mark Panthers, was on Unnecessary Roughness earlier today talking about playing football tonight. These kids are excited just to get to play a game. It doesn't matter what day it is uh, to them, but, uh, you know, we, we've kind of, you know, made this thing up to be kind of like a, the money, money night football, and, <laughs> you know, we, we, we played the uh, we played the Monday night, one of the coaches played the Monday night football theme over the over the speaker during our announcements this morning. So, uh, had Hank Jr. singing and, and, uh, so yeah, we've kind of played it up. So, yeah. That's, and you know what, that's, that's a creative and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and good way to go about doing something, turn it into a positive, right? Turn it into a positive and not, Oh, by the way, you only got four five days to get ready. You know, you, you could, Oh, woe is me if you want mm-hmm. to, but the, the fact of the matter is you're playing in five days. So, 
turn it into a positive. And that's exactly what they've done there. And I think that's really neat to to, to fully engage and, and interact with the whole Monday Night Football theme because it's lost some of its luster compared to Sunday Night Football in the league over the past few years. But for the longest time, that was it, man. You got If you got an opportunity to play Monday Night Football, yeah. that's where it was. And these kids, I mean, just – and Hank Jr. was your guy, man. Yeah. Now, when you when you heard Hank Jr. doing, you knew it was, you knew it was Monday Night Football. So yeah. I think that's a brilliant idea by them. And in for you know, I know you're a pup, but for us, for some of us anyway, Don Meredith, Howard Cosell, mm-hmm. and uh, Frank Gifford. Ah, uh, that was before my time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, last week was before your time, <laughs> but. That was, I mean, that was the coolest, you know. Uh, Don Meredith at the end of the game singing "Turn Out the, the Lights." lights. Yeah. The y'all just Monday Night Football was that was that wasn't a it wasn't a game. It was an event. It well, was an event. I think it was good back then, and, why, and the reason it had so much success was because you know you didn't you only what, around here I guess regionally you could only get like one or two NFL games every Sunday. So you got was, whatever was on yeah. CBS and what was ever on NBC. And then everybody was waiting, just anticipating. You had the best game lined up for Monday night. It, it, that was one of those less is more type things. Yeah, that was the deal. So anyway, all right, uh, 3.55, five minutes away from 4 o'clock. As, as we talked about last week, uh, the uh, Itasca had to, uh, had to cancel the rest of their football season. And uh, their head football coach and athletic director, Jim Kerbo, is going to join the program. We'll talk about that next here on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through November 2nd. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco till November 2nd at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. With so many companies and policies out there, it 
It gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Let's face it, some people just like driving around in the new. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters to talk about those truck owners that know they have naked trucks but simply don't care. You'll hear them saying something like, I'm just driving around free and easy, nothing constricting me. Gross. But there is something that can entice almost any naked truck owner. Leather. I mean, they kind of go together, right? And Pickup Outfitters is an authorized dealer and professional installer of cat skin leather seats. So I'm asking you to do your part and help us in truck nudity. The next time you're near your naked truck owner friend, you can say something like, you know what would really be sexy on your truck? Leather. And they'll get that sly smile, and you know you've hit them in their weak spot. Pickup Outfitters installs factory matching leather kits or custom kits in just about any color combination for your truck or even car. It's the sexy thing to do. You can be part of the problem, or you can create a commotion with cat skin leather seats at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. KRZI Waco. K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. 359, we're a minute away from 4 o'clock. ESPN Central Texas. This is game time. Tom Stretch and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. And we're joined now by the uh, head football coach and athletic director of the Itasca Wampus Cats, Coach Jim Kerbo. Jim, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon, Tom. How are you? I'm doing okay. Uh, obviously, uh, diff- some difficult times and some difficult decisions uh, with, with the program. Can you kind of get us yes, sir. up to speed on, on, on where you are with the program and, and some of those decisions that had to be made? Well, you know, <clears throat> due to COVID, our numbers were, were low early. Um, you know, we've been playing with a bunch of freshmen, sophomores, and, you know, as the season progressed, you know, we had some kids quarantined that first district bowl game against Hamilton, and, you know, we are missing several kids, and we took, we took you know, a skeleton crew over there, and and uh, a few kids got hurt. And, you know, as the season, as the district progressed, we just kept, you know, kids kept getting injured and, you know, ended up with not enough to play, you know, last week. And, you know, it's unfortunate, and I hate it for the kids, and, you know, I hate, you know, for the program, you know, it's just not, it's not a good thing to do, and, you know, we're going to, you know, have a, have a strong junior middle school class, and you know we'll, we'll be better in the future. You know, we just gotta get bigger, faster, stronger in this off season, and and get ready for next year. So, as you mentioned, you were playing with some of your younger kids. I'm assuming that uh, this is this was a high school wide decision. So your sub varsities uh, freshman your freshman team, you're, you're uh, that had to be disbanded as well. Well, we didn't have a JV. We only had, you know, after two days, we only had around 22 kids and then you know some 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 kids left for other reasons and you know 
you know, midway through the season, I, I guess after the Ranger game, or the Ranger game, we had about 18 kids. And then, you know, we had to quarantine some for that Hamilton game. And we went over there with, with, uh, with 14 and, you know, just injuries here and there have got us down to where we don't have enough numbers to play now. I, I know you and I know you well enough. I know what your program is about. It's about discipline. It's about structure. It's sure. about uh, doing yes, the sir. right thing. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and so with, and that's, and that's going to translate over to your junior high program. I'm assuming Absolutely. that you're now going to be able to, to spend a lot of time, concentrate on, on building the program from within. Right. You know, like I talked about earlier, we have a, a really strong eighth grade class. There's about 25 kids in our eighth grade class and they all love football. And, you know, they, they bought into the program that we've established here. And, you know, the, the future for Wampus Cat football is bright. You know, it's just, we're going to have to, you know, we kind of took it on the chin right here, and we're just going to have to regroup and and get better, and you know, get these get these eighth graders up here, and you know, make a run at it next year and the year after. Uh, it's hard to I know it's hard to evaluate junior high kids coming up, but is there any you know, or do you have any people that you're keeping an eye on that you expect to oh, yeah. make we, some? We, we we do we do have several junior high kids that are eighth graders that we have an eye on. You know, you know, I'm not a you know I'm I'm, I'm not a big fan of playing you know freshmen, but mm-hmm. You know, at this level, sometimes, you you know, you're kind of forced to just because of numbers, you know, and so the, the, there's five or six of them off that off that team that, that may have to play for us next year. Talking with Jim Kerbo, and, and, and Jim, does this have any effect on any of the other programs within uh, within the athletic department, or is this just because of what uh, what went on early in the, in the COVID situation as, as far as uh, the, the, the other sports? No, I mean, right now, I don't think any of our other sports will – you know, will be affected. You know, like I said, our numbers are low due to COVID and we had some kids move, you know, our, our numbers and in, in really in our athletic program are lower because, you know, we have some kids that are remote and some kids that have moved away and, and things of that nature. So, you know, but like I said, in the future, our eighth grade class is big and we have a large sixth grade class and, you know, the, the future's bright. It's just getting, getting there. So are, have you just kind of transitioned to, to off season uh, with, with, oh, yes. with, what, with, with the kiddos we, that are remaining in the program? I mean, yeah, we. I mean, we hit the ground running. You know, the 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 day I announced that we won't be able to play anymore, we just started off season, and you know, we we got shut down. You know, mid March we were having a great off season, and then we got shut down mid March, and we had to shut down. You know, twice this summer, and it really that's what's kind of led to our injuries. We have a bunch of freshmen out here that played eighth grade football that haven't had a strength condition program, and you know, all of a sudden they're playing varsity football. So I mean, those injuries are going to happen. You know, due to that. So. How are y'all going about spending your Friday nights now? Are you and the staff still going out checking out district games, or, or what's the approach there? Well, you know, it, it right now it's hard, right, <laughs> to go out and you know watch other folks play. And so this week we may venture out. None of I don't think any none of us ventured out last week. I think you know it was it's, pretty, it's been tough on my staff and it's tough on myself and tough on my kids. So you know, I mean, we'll we'll go out and, and catch some district ball games, but you know. It's 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 just really taking toll on my staff. So, hey, coach, I know it's difficult, and I appreciate your time. And and, and again, and I'm not. We've known each other. Uh, I, I know what your program is about, and, yes, and I know you guys are going to come back strong. And we wish you the very very best. Well, thank you, Tom. And you know we are. I mean, the, the like I said, the future of Wampus Cat football is bright, and you know we're going to make a noise in the in a couple of years. So. 
We'll go get him, Coach. Thank you, and uh, appreciate right, you, your Tom. time. See you later. Uh, four or five, and Garrett, I'm not kidding. Uh, he's he is a he is a guy about structure, about discipline, about doing it right. If you don't want to do it right, you know maybe maybe his program's not for you. And, and and a lot of times in today in today's society, you know there there are certain there's some people that 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 want to take shortcuts and and they just they want to do it their way and not the team. And I'm telling you, that's not what his program is about. I've seen it uh, up close and personal, and he's a good football coach. He's got a good staff, and and again, it's about doing it the right way, and, and that's what he's going to do, and I promise you that they'll uh, they'll come back and, and do okay. Yeah, and he seems like a no-nonsense guy. It's good to know that they do have those numbers coming up with that junior, because that, that's what I was worried about, and I'm glad he went ahead and got out in front of that and said that they do have the numbers there, and all you can do right now at this point is build and take advantage of the free time, like you said, get those reps in, prepare for off season, and hopefully they can turn out next year, uh, next year and, and build on things going forward. All right, so four oh six, six minutes after four o'clock, we're talking sports here on a uh, on a um, on a Monday afternoon. It, you want to let's let's congratulate. Let's kind of spin this thing to a okay. more positive note in on the high school football ranks. Brad Lowry. <laughs> Brad Lowry went ten and zero. Ten and zero. That was yeah. That was pretty good. And, and I, I'm pretty sure he's one of the few people out there that would have thought Heritage over La Vega. If you, I mean, we had a record number of entries. Okay. All right. We've had we had one ten and zero. Not one, bad. One, and that was Brad Lowry. So Brad wins our. Uh, our contest in the uh, the Whataburger Pick'em contest. He's going to win a nice gift card and some other goodies uh, in the uh, Whataburger gift bag. So, Brad, come to the radio station, pick it up, please. Thank you very much. It's up front. Ask for uh, ask for Miss Debbie, and uh, she'll take care of you, and we'll get you fixed up with that. And tomorrow, we'll uh, we'll have it up and running for you again as uh, we uh, we get to what is it week ten? Week ten, man. Good gracious! It seems like it literally like two days where or, or this thing was just getting started. And honestly, I was I wasn't confident that they were even going to play this year. So no, for it to be in week ten. Hats off to everybody. And, and it's week, it's game four for the likes of the Midway Panthers right. and, and those guys. And, and you know what? We got that crosstown rivalry. That, that's going to be fun. It's Waco and Midway, and I can't wait for that one. That, uh, and that's coming up. One. Yeah, shoot. Yeah, it's coming up uh, Friday night. At this one, uh, this one's at Panther Stadium, and we'll have it for you uh, beginning at uh, 7 o'clock with the pregame, and the kickoff Friday night will be at 7.30. Look forward to that. But l- last week, Garrett, you, and again, man, if you're talking about some fun games, how about Lorena beating Cameron 28-20, knockdown drag out? No, that was a really good matchup. It, it, I, I took um, Cameron. Who? I don't know who you took. I yeah. took Lorena. See, I did too. Right I there. took Lorena. And the, my thought was it's going to be difficult for Cameron to lose two games in a row. I, you know, But I had a feeling that Coach Biles and them would be able to take care of business, and they were. Yeah, uh, Academy and Rockdale. Rockdale wins that one. Uh, Rogers uh, w- wins a, a China Spring. Boy, howdy! Uh, they took Robinson to the woodshed, seventy to nothing, in in that football game. We mentioned Middle Othian Heritage uh, winning over La Vega. West wins over Madison. Uh, it, it, in uh, in uh, Temple beat Bryan. Other games, we we had uh, we, we had uh, who did we talk to on? Uh, David Haynes Jr. Yeah. We had David Haynes Jr. on, and he took his team over to Dawson, and it didn't work out so well. Dawson wins 55 to nothing in that one. Conley, a winner over Gatesville, so they're in good shape postseason-wise. Duncanville, who Midway will play 
in two weeks, I think. Uh, they mm-hmm. they beat Waco High 56-9. Again, they're like number two in the state and two or three or four, the, something yeah, like that in, in the country. So, And, again, I don't know how you rank high school teams nationwide, but, it, you know, kind of fun to talk about. Right. But, uh, uh, you know, and then in the battle, Buffalo hooked up with Franklin. Buffalo was undefeated. They were 7-0. and uh, Brandon Houston's team was 7-0, and and Franklin – Win sixty nine to thirty eight in that football game. That's shocking. I, and Buffalo is a really good team. And Franklin's good. Yes, but they are. I, I didn't think they would put up that many points on Buffalo. That's crazy. I didn't need them. I didn't need them. Uh, Holland wins. Uh, Brad Talbert's got the Hornets rolling again. You know they had that little bump in the road. I mm-hmm. think that what they dropped two in a row. Yeah. And, and well, they were good teams. Yeah. I mean Crawford and Hearn. Yeah. I mean uh, exactly. But you know, <laughs> don't tell that to Coach Talbert. Know. You know what I mean? Uh, Troy Troy won uh, over the weekend and. Uh, so I mean, it, there were some good games, and, and now you're you're into you're jockeying for postseason playoff position in Class One A through Four A. There was one game in particular that caught me off guard, and, and I still haven't dug in to figure this out yet. Did you see the Lexington Florence game? I did not. Okay, Lexington beat Florence like fourteen to six. Really? Yeah. Like how? I don't know if Kerr didn't play. I don't know what was going on there, but. I'm not Lexington sure. Lexington was coming off a loss the week before, right? Right. Yeah. So you would think that they would have been a little perturbed. and Exactly. It, you know, in Florence, you got to give them credit. But at the Absolutely. same time, it, I don't know. I, I'm still curious on that game. Yep. All right. 410, 10 minutes after 4 o'clock. It is a uh, Monday afternoon edition of Game Time. We're glad you're with us. We'll we'll circle back around and get into the Big 12 and, and more with uh, the Bears. We'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Cloudy and cold tonight here in Central Texas. We'll see areas of rain, drizzle, and mist on again, off again throughout the night as low temperatures fall to 42 degrees. Keep the coat and umbrella handy for tomorrow because another cloudy and cold day expected. We're going to see periods of rain, drizzle, and mist with highs only topping out at 49 and mostly cloudy on Wednesday with a 60% chance of rain. It'll be a little bit warmer with a high of 54. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 530, 6, and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time. I think this is going to boogie on through here pretty quick. But I hope it does because I was planning on going to HEB. Needs kind of need some food, and I'm not getting out in this. It's not happening. <laughs> you, 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 better, you, better, you better pull that hat down if you're going to. <laughs> what do you mean? Ed Wynn, Wynn gets going up under that flat bill. Now you might just Mary Poppins your tail right on it. And he is flat billing it. Trust me, I was just looking at that bill. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. All Texans need an approved form of ID to vote. Before going to the polls, visit votetexas.gov to check if you have one of the seven approved photo IDs, like a Texas driver license. The full list can be found at votetexas.gov. You can also find what to do if you do not possess and cannot reasonably obtain one. Visit votetexas.gov or call 1-800-252-VOTE. That's 1-800-252-8683. Sponsored by the Texas Secretary of State. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, 
Bank Central, Central National Bank, member FDIC. At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or visit MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you've been missing, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and events for all interests. Members are raving about the wide open spaces and comfortable atmosphere. Contact April or Stephanie at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home today. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 cuz you don't want a kid with your house's lid. 415 15 after 4 o'clock this is game time. You want to join us? We'd love to hear from you. CNC Collision Center text line at 662-1660 And uh, you can join us on the phone lines if you want. Also the same number, 254-662-1660. Uh, Garrett, we're getting a couple of notes that maybe there was an injury or two, uh, some kids that not available uh, in the Lexington win over Florence. Is that what we're Yeah, hearing? there's a report that Lexington had some players out uh, okay. with injuries, so it makes, some, it makes sense. Yeah. So uh, Saturday in Austin, <laughs> Can you imagine what DKR looked like? Darrell K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium looked like with 18,000 fans. And I, w- I would imagine 18,000 fans looked totally empty. Yeah, I, I just can't picture that. And especially with the, the construction right now and oh, adding, yeah. adding more to there, it, it was that's got to be very odd. Yeah. Uh, so Texas wins. And, and again, Baylor, Baylor was able to put up 13 points in the fourth quarter. Remember now, part of that was they, they got a pick. And a nice return down to what the 20, 25 yard line. Right. Then went ahead. Now you still got to score, and they did to to fight to, to kind of fight back into the game at twenty seven to sixteen. There was another odd play in the game where the uh, the Bears had the ball, I think, at about the thirty, and uh, chose not to kick the field goal, chose not to go for it on fourth down, and went ahead and punted. I know what they were trying to do. They were trying to bottle them up inside the ten. Right, didn't work. Went in the end zone, and so you netted ten yards in that decision. You went from the 30 to the 20. Yeah, at that point, you might as well just try to go for it. Yeah. I, I'm thinking, you know, if you don't feel like you can c- convert the field goal, 
you're at the 30? Go yeah. ahead. Let it rip. You have nothing else to lose. Let it rip. Go for it. I, I, I agree with you there. So, But they, they didn't. They, uh, they, they were trying to play defense in that particular situation, give their defense a little more. You know, and if, if, you, if you put them at the three or four-yard line, it looks like a brilliant decision. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. And so you're, now you're scratching your head going, hey, what are we doing here? Well, I also, I think the, the success that the defense was having, that, that was obviously their, their mindset going into it. And could you imagine Bernard being having the opportunity to come on a blitz or something right there and get the safety? But, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 it's just unfortunate that it didn't unfold that way. But hindsight's twenty twenty when you look at that, and, you know, it, it is what it is. And you look at Texas and you go, they're okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're not. They're I mean, not great. N- no, I mean, they're, you know, they're not headed to, you know, to any kind of playoff but they're okay mm-hmm. uh and, and again it's, it just cracks me up to see that and i've talked we when we had quan cosby on we talked about it sam elliger is not only the leading passer obviously but he's the leading rusher and he was again saturday i don't understand that you have three good running back i keontae ingram hasn't developed the way i thought he would come out of high school but roshan johnson has made an excellent transition and then the the true freshman coming up that he's going to be really good but i think roshan only got one carry during that whole game and that makes no sense to me I, and i understand ellinger's a, a baller and he's a fantastic runner but take some of the pressure off him because if he goes down you really are listen if a- your quarterback is your best running back you've got some problems you're you're, you're but run- he's not your running back should be your best running back that, that's the thing though to me he's not their best running back they just choose to run the ball with him it, it's not like the kansas state calling Klein errors where you know that was all they had to me i mean you've got some great running backs back there and uh, offensive, uh, offensive line that could open it up okay so so ingram gets more carries than ellinger but ellinger had more yards than 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 Keontae. and that's what that's what i'll say well go it's, it's Keontae to me hasn't developed the way he should have which that's the sense for a case for a lot of the texas players but roshan johnson has proven that he can run the ball and the freshman has as well there's no makes no sense to me for sam to be carrying the ball that many times so, Roshan carried it one time for one yard. Yeah. And Ingram, 16 carries, 58 yards. But Ellinger, 15 carries, one less, but he had 67 yards. So, he's the leading rusher and obviously the leading passer. But they threw it 23 times. And, and, uh, and they ran it 47 times. And to me, that's kind of the balance you're looking for. And you look over, and, and, but maybe not. Baylor's numbers were just flipped. Flipped 180 degrees. Baylor ran it 21 times and threw it 44 times. Yeah, and, I don't and know. again, Charlie was 31 of 44, uh, 252 yards, a couple of touchdowns, and and uh, his longest completion was was 21 yards. Now he was only sacked one time, but he was under some serious duress. Uh, I mean, <laughs> no, he was. Yeah, I mean they they were they were they they lived in the backfield. There's no question. Hey, that's just I, I think it's. Like I said, I think it'll look totally different. This offense will look totally different next week, and hopefully, get some get to establish some sort of continuity and some identity. But well, there's no consistency. Just, I mean, no. and hopefully, you're right. You know, hopefully, they go through this week, and then maybe you know, and start getting into some kind of rhythm of of uh, of their practice schedule, of their preparation, of their scouting, and and then their game plan, and then their game. And hopefully they can get into some kind of rhythm. You know, Texas has played what two more games than, yeah. than Baylor, and in in your opinion, did it show that they'd had a couple more games? And not and, really. And, and, I, I, I couldn't really tell a difference. 
I, I, I'm with you. Uh, you know, now not from Texas's point of view. From Baylor's point of view, could you tell that they hadn't played but a couple of games? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. But from the Longhorn perspective, I'm like, they were again. They were good, but they. I mean, they weren't. You know, they were good enough to win the football game, and they did win the football game. And it was a team that <laughs> they had to go. And you know what? They 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 set out to run the football, and I think they set out to stop the run. I mean, I think they kind of set their jaw and said, "Here's what we are going to get done," and, and you know, kind of forced you into th- and maybe their maybe their defensive plan was to force Baylor into throwing forty something times. But man, alive again early in the game, I thought they had an opportunity to run between the tackles a little bit, and they just didn't do it. Baylor ran ran eight times, but. When you look at, at, at Sam Elliger's numbers, he, he threw for 270 yards on, on uh, 15 of 23, one pick. But, but Garrett, he had three completions that totaled 161 yards of that 270. So the other 12 was for, what, uh, a buck 10. Right. So and, and, you know you can't let that happen. That, that, that right there could have been the difference in the game is those three plays. I mean, well, there's a lot of different things, but th- those definitely played into it. And yeah, Josh Moore he just got loose on him a couple times, and he got behind the secondary and was able to and make those big plays. But yeah, other than that, you take that away. Ellinger didn't do much. Yeah, you you, you they were uh, they had completions of 72, 42, and forty seven. So I guess what I'm asking. Is okay. So they had they had the busted coverages or whatever the case may be, and and, and the re- Longhorn receivers get loose in the secondary, and they and they get those. It with more re- with more reps, more practice, mm-hmm. more games. Does that get fixed? I think it does. Anytime you can get and having all your players out there to practice, mm-hmm. I think that will help. It's going to get better. It, it's it's just a slow prog- uh slow progress so far, but. During, when you look at all the the hurdles they're having to overcome, it kind of it's understandable. And, and you wonder this week, do they have everybody available? Is all hands on deck uh, for for this week in their preparation for TCU? I, I think with because the the test came, they had didn't have any positive tests, so I think from that standpoint, you're good. Now, if you had some players get banged up during this game, I don't know, but to me, if you can get the it was a Galvin and and. Um, I can't think of the other one right now, but if you can get those guys back in the in the mix, I think you'll be fine, and you should have everybody ready for practice. All right, 423, we're going to step aside, and we're coming back with more. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's the high school football pick'em contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to centexsportsfan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. Introducing the new limited-time spicy chicken sandwich at Whataburger. With the flair of spicy, crispy chicken topped with fresh, cool veggies and pickles, this flavor speaks for itself. So stop by your hometown Whataburger and try it today. It's the high school football pick'em contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. 
The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Reports began circulating last night that Baylor running backs Tristan Ebner and John Lovett would be opting out for the remainder of the season. Coach Aranda addressed those reports earlier today during his press conference. They're both with us and um, we're expecting them to play. You know, I think it, it just speaks to just the time that we're in. I think the guys are dealing with a lot off the field. As coaches, you know, we're here for our players, and it's the, the, it's the most important thing for me and our staff, and I'm, I'm really proud of the relationships that they've built and worked on, and you know, we will continue to pour into our players and get, and get to know them and, and get, them, get them with us even more. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Four twenty-seven, and we're going to take a minute here, and we're going to talk about our friends at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. You know, they've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the same ownership, the same family-operated business, and that covers four generations, and you just don't see that every day in today's business environment. You know, at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is simple. It's to make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. They're the largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor in all of Central Texas. And if you're building a metal building, say a barn dominium, which is, you know, one of the hot things going on in, uh, in Central Texas, or anywhere for that matter, and, and you don't know how to get started, you're like, you know, this is what we want. We saw it in a magazine. We think this would be so cool. How do we do this deal? Well, 
I tell you how. You call the folks or you go see the folks at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, and they're going to help you find that contractor that best serves your needs. They they uh, they service the largest selection of metal building con- contractors in all of Central Texas, and they're going to be happy to point you in the right direction. they got a couple of different locations. They're at uh, 913 South Loop Drive at Orchard Lane, and in Bryan, they've uh, also got a location. And they're open Monday through Friday from 730 till 5, and on Saturday from 8 till noon. And you can always check them out 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. That's Pioneer Steel and Pipe. It's uh, 428. Uh, Tom Garrett uh, uh, Stretch will join us a little later on in the program. And we're going to talk a little bit about Monday Night Football. Now, there's Monday Night Football going on in high school. we got right. we got three high school games going on in Central Texas, including the uh, the Mark Panthers. Uh, they're in action uh, tonight as well against uh, against Wortham. And, and Bremont's in action. And uh, what did we say? There was one other. Uh, here we go again. Here we go. Here we go. Trying to find, find our notes. <laughs> got to find our notes. But. We had it here. I got so many notes, I don't know. Oh, here we go. Uh, Frost and Chilton. Right. Frost and Chilton. And then... Uh, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. It's Hubbard and Frost. Hubbard and Frost, Chilton at Bremont, and Wortham at Mart. So that's the schedule for Monday Night Football. But there's also there's also a little NFL Monday Night Football going on, uh, Garrett. So, uh, and, and then, of course, there was uh, several big games uh, played yesterday in the league and mm-hmm. uh boy howdy did you what in the world's going on in new england man i i don't know it, that's it, a train wreck you know cam coming out having those all those turnovers those interceptions getting pulled it, it, it's really a mess up there right now and to me going into the season i knew they had a lot of players dante hightower was one of them that opted out for uh covid reasons and it, it's interesting to see is this because to me, every time I think about the, the the lack of success they've had or or something, it goes back to, well, was it Brady that had the success? You know, there's always that talk. Was it Belichick? Was it Brady? Brady's having the success in New England, so it must have been him. So who's winning this divorce? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's what it seems like. But right now, I, I really don't know what to make of, the, of New England. I, I don't think that they'll win that. It, that well, we threw them, a, we threw them a, a pass when we said, hey, they had all the COVID issues, right. best two players on the team, COVID, they're out, they're, they're not getting enough practice, these guys can't travel, all these things. But, man alive, at some point, you don't – the 49ers are a 4-3 and three football team after that win yesterday, and they thumped New England 33-6. to six. I mean, they kicked their tail. You know, you got to know that Garoppolo going into that game had a chip on his shoulder, right? Like, I want to get this win and show them it should be me taking those snaps for you, not Cam. But to me, I I don't know. I think the the 49ers have a really good defense, and that was pretty much the difference in that game. Tampa Bay, you you mentioned Tampa Bay. Uh, They they beat the Las Vegas, and it's still hard to say. They beat the Las Vegas Raiders. 45 to 20. They're now 5 and 2. They're having a good year. They're 5 and 2 until they bring Antonio Brown in and crash the the locker room. Is is the party You don't <laughs> think that Tom Brady can keep that in check? He probably can't. I just uh, there's so many You got to have me, a strong not, personality now. I understand, but the, the character flaws there are too much for me to to risk. But I guess you could say that about a lot of players, but if there is one guy that can hold him in check, I would say Brady is that yeah, guy. Yeah, I mean, I think so. And here's the deal. If you see it coming off the tracks. Cut him. Absolutely. 
But uh, to me, I mean, but you still got a lawsuit looming. It's risky, but it is the NFL. You so do what, what you they're do saying is his skill set is worth the risk. Yeah, and I think that's what's been the, the mindset of the other teams who have gone out and took the uh, the chance on him. The, the Raiders did the same thing. The New England did it. Oh, Gruden showed him the door pretty exactly. quick. Exactly. Yeah. That's been the case the past few stops. It, it's, it's lasted. It's been nice for about a week or two, and then it just blows up on you. But it, like you said, I, I think – Brady's leadership, his mindset, he welcomed, in, he welcomed him into his home uh, up there when he came to New England, and I think that's a large part of – Antonio's going to come out with something to prove. I just personally wouldn't have brought that into that locker room. So you're renting him for, what, 10 games, something like that? And, something like that. And, and see how it goes. Now, also tonight, uh, and we, you know, we, we started here, we, we made a left turn, but uh, it's Chicago and, and the Rams. This is a heck of a, uh, at least on paper, it looks like a, a terrific football game tonight with uh, Chicago at 5-1 and one and the Rams at 4-2. and two. Uh, Of course, you got to put an asterisk by the, the Rams because the, one of their wins is against the Cowboys, so that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. But uh, – but no, four and two Rams and five and one Bears. I mean, that sounds like fun. No, it should be a good game, and you get two of the best, two of the elite pass rushers at Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald in this game, and that's going to be really fun to watch. Uh, I think now that Chicago has moved on from Mitchell Trubisky, and you got Nick Foles in there, I think that's got them better suited to to win some more games. And, and I, but to me, when it comes down to it, I think ultimately the Rams have the better team. But this should be a really close, fun matchup. Okay. I, I just got to do it. I okay. got to do it. Let's circle back to the Cowboys. Can they put this thing back on the track? Or is this thing permanently in the ditch for the for the remainder of the season? Now, I realize your starting quarterback is, right. is gone. But, again, uh, we were talking about it in, in the sports bullpen this morning. Uh, and Q and I were talking. And, you know, we, Dalton wasn't your issue yesterday. No, he was not. Quarterback play was not your issue. Now, you had a lot of issues I mean, you 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 you've got enough issues that you could spend you could spend a week and a half with with Doctor Phil and not get them all taken care of. But quarterback play was not one of your issues yesterday. No, it wasn't. And I would like to say that they'll get it back on track. I would like to see them get it back on track. I just don't think so. And you would think, you know, as as the season progresses and it gets colder and they start going up north to play some of these games, that you could utilize Zeke and lean on him. But to me, the offensive line just can't get a push, and and that's where I think that. It, 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 it's the end all with them. And did, did, but did you notice in yesterday's game, and I know that you're going to spell Zeke from, you know, here and there, but did you notice how much time he, early in the game he was – he's a guy that he's, he gets better at the 20th carry. Mm -hmm. Keep his butt in the game. You Give him to. the stupid football. He is. I he, would rather you rush for two yards than you throw an incompletion and or, or get sacked. But – but, I mean, he, he was standing – he spends more time early in the game, and I get it. At some point, you gotta, you got you to gotta give him a, a series off. you got to give him a couple of plays. Mm -hmm. I mean, he spends a lot of energy. I, I get that. But, man, early in the game, he spends a lot of time standing on the sideline. I'm like, get him – you didn't write him a check for him to stand right. over there with, with Mike McCarthy in, in, in the offensive coaching staff. Get him on the stinking field. No, yeah, I mean he he is. He's the, he's the, right now he's the face and the catalyst of your team and you got to give him the reps. You got to let him get started. It's like a sometimes 
I don't know. It's kind of like a basketball. You have a, a the, the man coming off the bench, your sixth man. They'll play better after the game. They let the rhythm going. Zeke's like that because he gets, like you said, he gets more established and he, he it takes him time to warm up. Well, when he starts leaning on you and popping you mm-hmm. and popping you, because I mean, he, most of the time he's taking the lick to you or should be. Uh, you know, you may be getting him on the ground after two yards in the first quarter. But in the second quarter, it's probably more like three, three and a half. And then, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. after a while, he, he's he got it going downhill, and you're tired of getting hit by him. And you're trying to – and you're tired of hitting him. So, I, he's got to carry the football. He does, but I, I just – I think it's hard for him to get anything going and establish that with that line. I, again, I, I'm with you, but I'd rather him get a yard or two yards or three yards, whatever the case may be, than zero. And and again, I <laughs> the frustration about their passing game is, you're right, that offensive line, because of injury and other things, they're not very good, and they're certainly not – they're horrible as a group. Mm-hmm. So doesn't that have to be catch and throw? And yeah. what did I see last night or yesterday? I saw fake to Zeke and a bootleg. You saw play action with a with a bootleg waggle out of the quarterback. And who's I'm, not very mobile. Who's not mobile. And that play takes as long as any play on the planet to unfold. I'm like, what are you doing? And it was like this, they were sitting there like, look, Kyler Murray did this last week. We're going to try that. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, go a little, let's go a little fake dive to Zeke, and then we're going to put the ball on our hip and bootleg out, and then we're going to throw the football down the field. No, we're not. If you're going to throw a completion, you're going to do like you did when, uh, when CeeDee Lamb dropped the football on the yeah. slant. You're going to catch and throw catch and throw so you can keep your quarterback upright and you know and washington's secondary is not good and then also on top of that um the best player gets hurt i've I, drawn a play collins landon collins he got he went out for the game why not expose they that? had a couple of injuries yeah. uh, that did not look that did not look good at all no but i mean the collins especially when you're in the, your best secondary player goes out usually you typically in a football game if a corner safety whatever they go out what's the next what do you do you go right at them right you go at the guy who's replacing them and they never did that dallas never did that so the <laughs> so here we go kids here's your standings in the nfc east the eagles are two four and one and sporting the first place position the cowboys and the redskins are two and five but washington holds the current tiebreaker with the win <laughs> and then the giants are one and six so we got a text here on the cnc collision center text line and it's for the two five four seven four four. He says he thinks that Pollard is running harder than Zeke. That he would feed Pollard. That could be. I mean, well, yeah, but I mean, he—that's not his deal. Pollard to me is not a between the tackles. No, he's, he's going to try to bounce it outside. Yeah, on you. and maybe that—maybe that's the deal. But if that's the case, you've got a bigger problem than that. If if you think your backup is outplaying and outrunning your your starter, well, it's kind of a mental thing for Zeke at this well, point. Well, he's trying to take care of the football. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he's had so much. He's probably lost his confidence because he's had so many turnovers this season, which is very uncharacteristic for him. He's a fantastic ball carrier that hardly ever had the ball turned over until this season. So I think that's mentally wearing on him, knowing that his his he's so close with Dak. I think that's really weighing on him as well. And then knowing that man, I got to try to wait for these guys to open up a hole. Yeah. Well, again, I he would he would he would get plenty of opportunities because I'm going to hand in the football uh, instead of trying to throw it right now, at least early in the game, and and try to get him into some kind. You know what, what's the old ad? Break a sweat. Right. Get him going. No, and uh, Tim and Waco hit us up right here on the CNC Collision Center text line. Says he's blaming Kellen Moore. I think at this point, yeah. 
you can start looking at that. And that's why I was saying earlier when we were talking about. But is the head coach got a headset on? I, he does. Can he, does. he can he tell that offensive coordinator? No, we're not running this. You we're think, running this. You would think so, especially with McCarthy being La- an offensive mind. Last time I mind. checked, he's the and he used to be a play caller. That's what I'm saying. With him being the offensive mind, I think you would do that. Maybe that's what I'm saying. At this point, when you look at them, and, and I guess you start at the top. I think Nolan's going to be the first one to get the axe. Then it's going to be Kellen before McCarthy. And, and you're right, Tim. Uh, Kellen does need to take some of the blame. And, and you know, and, and w- McCarthy kept him. My, he did, but was that a directive? I mean, was that hey, let's w- w- they Dak? I mean, D- Dak and Kellen p- apparently had some kind of right. rhythm going. I mean, so was that a deal where they said, hey, this is probably a pretty good idea, or did uh, or did M- McCarthy come to that conclusion on his own? I mean, because he's the guy that normally has that script in his hand and he's calling the plays. I don't think necessarily that was a McCarthy thing. That, that was probably part of it. Like you could you could have these duties. You're going to bring in your guy and Nolan. We have our guy here in Kellen. You know, but I think at this point when it's so still, that offense, they don't take any shots. Yeah, if you don't get anything going, you can expect to be Again, I don't know how you take a shot with that offense. I mean, again, to me, everything in their passing game needs to be catch and throw. Catch and Mm – I mean, as soon as they get it in the shotgun snap, he's got to be releasing the football. Well, see, to me, the best throw of the game was um, when the the third stringer came out and his first throw – when he hit Amari Cooper down the sideline. That was, to me, the best throw of the game from a Cowboys quarterback. Everybody was shocked at that. I know. (laughs) All right, it's 441-19 before 5 o'clock as we roll along here on a – on a uh, Monday afternoon, it's cloudy, and it's it, it, boy, it looks like Monday, doesn't it? It, it does. feels like Monday, and I think we got more of the same coming up uh, over the next uh, over the next few days. And let's talk a minute about Central National Bank. You know, it, it, and we've talked about this a million times, but it's it's true. You would not. You would not use an 800 number. You would not make that long-distance call if you wanted to talk to your family doctor or, or, to, your, to, or to your local accountant or to your neighborhood mechanic. So why would you do that with, with a bank? At Central National Bank, they believe in people over the process. They believe in listening over telling, and they believe in helping their customers over helping themselves. Man, what a winning formula that is. So a couple of locations in Waco at 8320 West Highway 84 and also at 5400 Bosque Boulevard. They've got a location in Temple, also down in Austin. And they invite you to experience the difference at Central National Bank. Central National Bank, and you can check them out online, cnbwaco.com. Central National Bank, member FDIC. All Texans need an approved form of ID to vote. Before going to the polls, visit votetexas.gov to check if you have one of the seven approved photo IDs, like a Texas driver license. The full list can be found at votetexas.gov. You can also find what to do if you do not possess and cannot reasonably obtain one. Visit votetexas.gov or call 1-800-252-VOTE. That's 1-800-252-8683. Sponsored by the Texas Secretary of State. Do you need a car? Do you have $149? The Honda Transports have just arrived at Greg May. You'll find a large selection of your favorite Hondas, Pilots, Accords, CRVs, and Civics for as low as $149 per month. That's right, Civics, $149 per month. And HRVs, just $149 per month. You can still get above market value for your trade. And 0.9% APR for up to 60 months on select models can save you thousands of dollars more. But you've got to hurry to Greg May Honda because offers like these won't last long. Stop by today or check out gregmayhonda.com for complete details. 
Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Hey Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you want to breathe. Second, you want to seal. And third, you want to defend. Today, we're going to talk about sealing your roof properly. You want to seal your roof properly to create a waterproof barrier so you don't have leaks in the future. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense, plus to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family. Call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Reports began circulating last night that Baylor running backs Tristan Ebner and John Lovett will be opting out for the remainder of the season. Coach Aranda addressed those reports earlier today during his press conference. They're both with us and um, we're expecting them to play. You know, I think it, it just speaks to just the time that we're in. I think the guys are dealing with a lot off the field. As coaches, you know, we're here for our players, and it's the, the, it's the most important thing for me and our staff, and I'm, I'm really proud of the relationships that they've built and worked on, and you know, we'll, we will continue to pour into our players and get, and get to know them and, and get, them, get them with us even more. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Four forty-six, fourteen away from five. Tom Stretch and Gear. We're glad you're with us. We're uh, going to talk a little bit about college football, uh, and, and in particular, Big Twelve. Stretch uh, the. We'll get into Baylor and Texas here in a minute, but man, the Iowa State game uh, w- with Oklahoma State was was a fun one, and so was Texas Tech and West Virginia, two really good football games in the league. Yeah, other than Kansas, Kansas State, I mean, I, I thought the league had some decent games. I mean, even even TCU, o- Oklahoma. I mean, I mean, the score I don't I don't think indicated the type of football game that you saw there, but yeah, it was some it was some it was some really good college games. 
this weekend. And, and, and like you're saying, I mean, the Big 12 produced some pretty good, pretty good ball games as well. What was your – okay, so what was your takeaway uh, in the Texas-Baylor game? There was, a, I mean, a lot of interesting takes. Where one of, you know, one of the – one of the conversation pieces has been the, the the lack of a running game with Baylor. They threw it 43 times, ran it 21. Part of the conversation has been, has this team had enough practices uh, to really implement what what they're trying to do with the new offense and the new defense? There's a lot of moving parts here. Texas had played two more games than Baylor, so there's a lot of, a lot of moving parts here. What was your overall takeaway of the football game? Well, and, 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 and I'm questioning, too. I mean, anytime you've played that few of games, to me the hardest thing is to, the hardest thing to coach, fellas, is the offensive line. Let's not, let's not get away from that. I mean, to get those five big guys to work together like five, you know, big dancing guys, it, it's hard to do. It takes a lot of coordination. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time on the field. And so – Anytime you don't have those guys stepping in unison, working to the second level, getting to the linebacker, doing those kind of things, and you have to do it at the speed of the game. There's no way, even when you practice it, even when you're spending time against your guys or your scout team, it's still the speed of that linebacker scraping. It's the speed of that defensive lineman stunting inside. It's the, it's the speed of the defensive tackle stemming hard down inside. And so in order to coordinate all that, in order to really work on it, it takes a lot of practice time, it takes a lot of film time, and it takes a lot of time of those guys working together as one. So I think when you start criticizing the running game, that's one of the more difficult things to do. I'm talking about run the football, throwing it 43 times. That's probably too much for Charlie Brewer. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of throws for him. But evidently, they felt like that was really the only way they could, you know, they could move the football. He threw it. He threw it 20 more times than Ellinger threw mm-hmm. it. Yet Ellinger threw it for more yards. So yeah, I mean, and, and then you don't have guys that are, you know, that are really getting any kind of. Uh, you know any kind of gains in the in, in the run in the run game, and that and I'm talking about in between the tackles. I'm not talking about all this, you know, zip and this hand sweeps and all that jet sweeps and all that stuff. I, I, I that's gotten to where it kind of turns me off. I mean, I want to see a guy get a hat on a hat and run downhill. And right now, I mean, that's not something they've been able to do, and so it makes your offense look a little more. Uh, out of sorts. It makes them feel a little more sloppy. And then when you can't do that, then obviously, you know, you got a guy like Charlie Brewer who can boot and waggle off of that. And that, then that's that's when those guys are afforded the time to be able to protect so you can push the ball down the field. So I think it's – I do think it, it, it – you know, COVID caught them. I think no practice time. And the one area that it hurts more than any guys is, is the offensive line. Well, Lovett had four carries. Ebner had four carries. And there was conversation uh, on social media about these guys and their availability, whether they would even be a part of the team anymore, that they were there was consideration that they were opting out. And Coach Aranda addressed those issues uh, earlier today. Yeah. Hey, Dave. Uh, there are some reports hey. last night that uh, Lovett and Ebner are opting out of the season. But what is their status right now? Uh, they're both they're both with us, and um, we're expecting them to play. And um, you know, I think it it just speaks to just the time that we're in. I think the um, guys are dealing with a lot off the field, and um, 
you know, we're as coaches, you know, we're here for our players and it's the, the it's the most important thing for me and our staff. And I'm, I'm really proud of the relationships that, uh, that we've, uh, we've built and worked on and, you know, we will continue to, uh, to pour into our players and, and, um, and get, and get to know them and, and get them, get them with us even more. So you heard it right there, get to know them. And, and, and I'm not sure that they've been able to do that with all the stopping and starting and, and not having a spring and a new staff. There's a lot of things that, uh, the stretch that, uh, that goes into this thing when you're preparing a football team and, and, you know, it's not just X's and O's. There's a lot of things that go into it and in, in building that trust and building those relationships. Have they had time to do that? Well, that, and you make a great point. You know, when you're not around guys in the spring, you're a new staff coming in, they're trying to, you know, they're, they're having some carryover from the previous staff and their coaches and, 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 hey, you know, you start to feeling like, ah, you know, were we not good enough? I mean, these guys all you know, pretty much – you know, pretty much left us, and 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 yeah, they went to the NFL, and 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 went for, you know, some went for better situations, but I mean, it, you know, it's hard to believe, and and I've always said this, and maybe this is because I'm a homer. I mean, I've always, you know, I've always thought if I could have that job, if I could, you know, when, when I was a young coach, if I could get that job in the in 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 Texas, that that would be it for me. I mean, it would be it would be the best of the best, and then anytime you have players who have committed to you to come to school and they commit to come and play for you and then you're gone I've always thought you know that that's a tough situation to transition into then you combine it with the fact that there was no spring the offense changed the terminology changed there were a lot of things that those young men had to go through including of course the academic side and what they needed to do there so I agree with you Tom I mean I think it's a tough transition anytime you you change staffs and then you're not able to go through spring football and they are still still trying to I'm sure get to you know get to know and get to learn one another. You, you mentioned uh, earlier that uh, that uh, Ellinger threw it a lot less, but for more yards. Now, and we all have to and we were, we've talked about it a couple of times today, but three of those completions were were bust. I mean, you had a 72 yard completion of 47 of 42 or 43. So you had 160 plus yards on just three completions. Be- right. Be- and, and then 110 on the remainder. I mean, right. so but you and you also had I mean, you also had a team that rushed for 160 yards. I mean, so mm-hmm. so so they were dispersing the football. I mean, you 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 see the amount of carries that Keontae Ingram had that Robinson had the time that Ellinger kept it. So I mean they were they were you know they were spreading the ball around to some guys, but I you know I still never got the feeling in this football game that that Baylor was really out of it. They just you know they just couldn't they they just didn't have the ability to, to sustain the drives that they needed to sustain. They had 316 yards of offense in Texas at 429. Uh, but and you're right. I, I never felt like Baylor was out of the football game until you know till late. But you know, in in my takeaway on Texas was, hey, they're okay. I, I didn't think they were a great football team. I didn't think. I mean, they were okay. I mean, they, yeah, that, and that's about that's about what they are. They're they're, they're just okay. You're you're exactly right. I mean, they 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 don't woo you with much. 
but but they're okay. They got a you know they got a blue collar quarterback who'll you know who'll get after you. I mean he's a he's a tough, hard nosed guy. He'll stick it in there and get you the tough yards, and you know he'll 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 make some throws for you. But, but I, I thought defensively, I mean I thought this was one of the better games that Texas has played, and you know that that's a new staff there too. Even though the head coach is back. He changed the offensive coordinator and uh, to Yurchik's, and then the defensive coordinator went to Chris Ash. So they're they're trying to get used to a you know I, I'm sure a different scheme and some different terminology there too. But I, I didn't think I didn't think this was one of those games where Baylor was outclassed, and I, I certainly didn't think Texas was the class of the football game. So I thought it was it was a well matched game. It just you know there were like I said I mean there were just some drives that. Baylor couldn't keep alive. I do think the field goal, you know, the field goal kicking for Baylor has, you know, needs to get better. They need to get that guy that can hit it from 35 to 45 yards, and they don't feel comfortable enough right now. And that, you know, I, I thought that hurt them in the football game. But overall, I, you know, I, I didn't get the feeling that this was, you know, that this was ever more than a, you know, a 10-point eight-point football game. Yep. All right, uh, 4.56, uh, we're going to step aside. And when we come back, we're going to dive into the Cowboys a little bit and talk about uh, the Cowboys and, uh, and their uh, epic matchup with the Washington football team. We'll do that as Garrett Sporting all – what is that? Is that burgundy? Is that their colors? Burgundy and gold. Burgundy and gold, yeah. Got your burgundy and gold right Gotta here. Got to get it in, 456, man. We're gonna we're going to come right back with more in just a moment. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dallas not only loses its ugliest game of the season, they also lose another quarterback. Low lights after this. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. Cowboys traveled to Washington with a chance to regain first place in the East, but turned in another mistake-prone, ugly performance in a 25-3 loss. The offense couldn't establish the run, and once again, adding injury to insult, Dallas loses its quarterback as Andy Dalton suffered a helmet-to-helmet hit in the third quarter that resulted in a concussion. Rookie seventh-round pick Ben DiNucci finished the game, and the Cowboys totaled just 142 yards of total offense. Post-game, head coach Mike McCarthy talked about guarding his players from the here-we-go-again letdown mentality. We got to move past that. And that's, that's, we need to learn from our mistakes. We can't, we can't keep letting our mistakes holding us down and holding us back. Um, we need to be much better, and we're running out of time. Dallas falls to 2-5 and five on the season and visits first-place Philly on Sunday. That's today's Cowboys Report. I'm Christy Scales. 
For a limited time, when you open a Casasa checking account at Genco Credit Union, you can receive a cash bonus, a $25 cash bonus. Now is your chance to be a part of the friendliest credit union in town and enjoy all the benefits of a free account that pays you money back each month and a bonus when you open it. Apply online today and get your bonus and start letting your money make you money. Qualifications and requirements will apply. For details, go to GencoFCU.org and CUA Equal Housing Lender. Do you need a car? Do you have $149? The Honda Transports have just arrived at Greg May. You'll find a large selection of your favorite Hondas, Pilots, Accords, CRVs, and Civics for as low as $149 per month. That's right, Civics, $149 per month. And HRVs, just $149 per month. You can still get above market value for your trade. And 0.9% APR for up to 60 months on select models can save you thousands of dollars more. But you've got to hurry to Greg May Honda because offers like these won't last long. Stop by today or check out gregmayhonda.com for complete details. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show, Stephen Simcox. Dr. Tyler Cooper, Dallas's own Cooper Clinic, says your health is your responsibility. Control what you can control to live a better life. One thing everyone can control is what we put in our bodies. Most of us don't get the proper amounts of vitamins, minerals we need from food alone. Supplements help round out our diet to ensure our bodies get what they need for better health. Whether it's comprehensive multivitamin, like Basic One Multivitamin, Advanced Omega-3 for heart and brain health, or melatonin to help you sleep better, Cooper Complete Nutrition supplements has what your body needs cooper complete has a special offer just for listeners to the matt mosley show buy any two bottles of cooper complete vitamins or supplements and get one bottle free just use coopercomplete.com the coupon code espn 2020 that's three bottles of cooper complete vitamins and supplements for the price of two when you use the coupon code espn 2020 at coopercomplete.com live longer live better with cooper complete nutritional supplements KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. This is our three of game time here on ESPN Central Texas. 502, Tom Stretch, Garrett, glad you're with us. Oh, the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Did they look special yesterday in a uh, in a 
in a shellacking. They uh, they took it uh, took it on the chin, twenty five three. Stretch. There's a million places we can begin. Offensive line, lack of running game, quarterback goes down. Nobody. Uh, I want to begin with just. And it's an eye test because none of you know we weren't there, but the eye test to me said that this team played with uh, just kind of lethargic. Would that be fair in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, I mean, zero passion. Yeah, I I would say. And And I'm going to hang that straight on the head coach. And 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 I am too. But I'll tell you this, guys. I also believe that this team right now is they are not. They're just not playing with any fire, any passion. I mean, I didn't see a guy yesterday on the field that I. And I well, I take that back. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna exclude Vanderesh, possibly uh, Lawrence, uh, Everson Griffin. And there were a couple of guys, but fellas, I'm gonna tell you something. To have a team go out and just 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 this side of quit on you. That that speaks volumes, Tom. Like you said about the head coach, I mean, especially when I mean, the guy goes out and says we had our best Thursday practice, blah 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 blah, and then you see that. Yeah, and and and, and I'm with you. I mean, I, I I don't I didn't expect much offensively. I really didn't. When four fifths of your offensive line is out, when the one that's there is probably the weakest link of the five. Um, and I like Connor Williams. I think he's. I think there's some upside there to him. But when you've got those guys down, I just and you're playing the backup quarterback. I, I did. You know, I did see him. They they got they got a nice return, 65 yards. But then it's the angle throw is one of the easiest throws you can make. Andy Dalton throws it on on Zeke's back shoulder. He has to contort his body. It turns into an interception. I, I mean, all around ugly for the for the offense. When C.D. Lamb gets, you know, he he, can, he gets the slant, yeah, and he gets the slant, hits him right in the breastplate. He can't catch it. He doesn't. He dropped another ball. Gallup doesn't catch any balls. So two thirds of your wide receivers don't catch a football. I, I didn't expect much out of the offense, but guys, defensively, I've been screaming this all year. To continue to be out leveraged, to continue to not make adjustments, to continue to play whatever that coverage was that Diggs was playing when he let the receiver just sprint right by him. And it was the exact same technique we saw a week ago from Worley when he let Christian Kirk on Monday Night Football just run right by him. So somewhere this this is either being taught or guys are just so confused they couldn't make the checks in the secondary. I mean, defensively, this team is a tire fire. I, I, I started laughing yesterday I, when the one guy that I, I'm – 150% positive that does not like contact is Woods in the secondary, and you blitzed him. You you sent him on a blitz. Well, he went tippy-toeing up in there like, I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, they, they, I, they, they, be, just, don't, they just don't play with – they just play with no fire, no reckless abandon, and that tells me two things, Tom. Either they've packed it in or they're thinking and not playing. And part of me says, I mean, this is pro football. You get paid to go play. And so when guys are not playing full speed, it, 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 it reeks of are they thinking? Do they not know what their assignment is? Do they not understand the check? Did they get a motion or a shift that changed 
their, their whole mentality. And at week seven of the season to still be seeing this, that that's a problem. You, 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 let's just give them four games from a preseason perspective, but to be seven games in it and still be having these issues is something that it, 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 it used to fall on the defensive coordinator. Now it falls on the head coach for not holding the defensive coordinator accountable. No, it's not getting any better. And, and, and we were, from an offensive standpoint, you mentioned the offensive line. We've talked about that uh, at length today. And, and you know, you're right. Uh, they've got backups in, and those backups, quite frankly, in my opinion, aren't very good. They're, they're backups not, for a reason. That's right. That's right. They're, and, and, they, and they're certainly not, there's not that cohesive unit that you were talking about. So in your passing game, and you got to throw the football in the NFL, you can't run every snap. We know that. But shouldn't the passing game be what, like, like, like what we know? again, you mentioned CeeDee Lamb dropping the football, but that's that's the kind of play I think they got to have. It's catch and throw. Get it out of his hand. Don't leave him standing there vulnerable. And yet I saw play action bootleg. What are you doing? This No, thing? yeah, they've got Come yeah, on. they've got to throw, you know, no, they've got to throw more quick game stuff and, and especially now that they're going to be playing with a third string quarterback, guys. It's it's going to get even worse. I I mean at the thought of uh, of playing a team that in Philadelphia that I guarantee you Jim Schwartz defensive coordinator they are going to pin their ears back and they are going to they're going to be coming from every possible angle you could come from so I tell you something guys I really think this is going to get this is going to get worse before it gets any better for well, the Cowboys. Well, that was that was one of the conversations we had uh, earlier today can this thing get out of the ditch or is it so far in the ditch that it's done I mean we got nine more or ten more whatever it is of this uh, are we just going to be? Are we? Are we going to suffer for the next couple of months with this? Yes, uh, yes. To answer your question, it's it's going to be it's going to be a couple of months of of bad suffering, and and Cowboys fans are just going to have to you're just going to have to take it right now because <laughs> there's there's really nothing you can do about it. I mean, you look at if you look at their schedule, there, there's not a game in that schedule they're going to be favored in. Not not one time, not well, not one of the next nine. If you can't beat Washington, a team you have you have owned with a backup with Kyle Allen at quarterback. Did you see the last ball he threw? That out that he threw. That ball was it, it almost looked it was it was wobbling so hard, and, and Brown couldn't even make a play on the ball. I mean, we're not talking about Joe Montana. We're talking about Kyle Allen for crying out loud. And that, yeah, yeah, they're not going to see anything. Then they they won't see anything until they play Washington again. That's that that's that's that. Bad. That's a team they have beaten eight of the last nine meetings. Eight of the last team, nine yes. meetings, and mm-hmm. Washington took them to the woodshed yesterday and made them like it. So it's and Washington still looked awful. Well, yeah, they're not very. Come on, man, they stink. I know. And, and, and but they 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 were a lot better than the guys wearing the star on the side of the headgear. Jeez, oh, Louise. And, and, and guys, <laughs> I mean. Let me say this. When you think about how they ran the football, they have not had a running back, including, and I think Gibson is is a serviceable running back, they've not had a running back rush for more than 60 yards all year. Gibson rushes for 128. Now, if, if that's not – if that doesn't tell you defensively, you, you, you got – you got big time problems. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not talking about. I just don't know if it's fixable, guys. I'm, I'm going to tell you, and, and maybe they, you know, maybe they he does or doesn't move on from Mike Nolan, and 
maybe, you know, George Edwards is here who, when I was coaching here, he was coaching the linebackers. I do know he knows a 4-3 scheme. But I'm going to tell you something, guys, to think about uh, Stephen Jones coming out today and saying, well, you know, I, I know Mike McCarthy is our guy. When you, when you start considering about how you're going to put a, a staff together and you start thinking about schematically what you're going to do and you hire a defensive coordinator who's going to bring a 3-4 scheme when you have 4-3 personnel, that, guys, that's not an easy transition. And, okay, they tried to sign Gerald McCoy. And, okay, they tried to sign Don Terry Poe, who, by the way, he can't play dead in the John Wayne Western right now. So, so th- somewhere schematically on that side of the football, th- they've got it really wrong, and, and, and it will be interesting to see if Mike McCarthy can fix that. Well, we talk a lot. To help your defense, you got to have, you got to have some offense and you got to be able to control the clock and all that. Well, they can't. But just, just for argument's sake, and we know about the offensive line woes. But he, my point earlier today was whether he's getting one yard, three yards, or four yards, I still think you got to run the football. Not tw- you got to run. Ezekiel Elliott's got to touch the football more than twelve times. Tom, and and I'm not disagreeing with you, but what I am telling you is when you when you have that style of offensive line, and and they are all backups, and you're bl- you're trying to block. Paint. You're trying to block a bunch of first-round draft picks. That's where Washington's strength is in their defensive line. And guess what? You're gonna you're getting ready to see Philadelphia and Fletcher Cox and a group that can get off the ball too. I, I'm not sure. I don't know what they're going to do offensively. I really don't. But guess what? Mike McCarthy, that's your strength. You, you, you came in here and sold the fact that you were a big analytical guy. You could move the football. You could get this offense, you know, where it needed to where it needed to be going. I, I just, boys, it's going to be a rough few months for the Dallas Cowboys. Well, just get ready. Just rushing, get ready to buckle your damn chin strap. It's going to be a rough few months. And we can argue all day long, but I, my, my argument is this. I'd rather have a yard rushing or a two yards rushing or two and a half yards rushing than have my quarterback land on his backside wondering where his dang helmet is uh-huh. rolling around on the ground. No, uh, no it's unbelievable. 5-13, after 5. We're going to step aside. We're coming back with more game time here in just a moment. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Cloudy and cold tonight here in Central Texas. We'll see areas of rain, drizzle, and mist on again, off again throughout the night as low temperatures fall to 42 degrees. Keep the coat and umbrella handy for tomorrow because another cloudy and cold day expected. We're going to see periods of rain, drizzle, and mist with highs only topping out at 49 and mostly cloudy on Wednesday with a 60% chance of rain. It'll be a little bit warmer with a high of 54. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30, 6, and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. I have a mark on the line wanted to know what he needed to do to check out the van. <laughs> I'm like, wait, excuse me, who? We got the email yesterday and said if anyone needs to check out the van, they need to go to, to uh, Debbie Deb from the fifth floor's office to sign it out. Well, so I don't think like Debbie got the email either. Okay, well, she transferred him to me, and I was like, wait a minute. Trans- transfer it back, yeah, back? and say, hey, this is for you, per your email. Unnecessary Roughness, Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on ESPN Central Texas. 
Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through November 2nd. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco till November 2nd at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you, too, can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchie Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchie Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchie Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitsche Group at 1-800-258-8302. 518, 18 after 5. Tom Stretch, Garrett taking you home here on a Monday. Drive safely as uh, you uh, head to the house. Tonight, there is a um, there's a good Monday night football game stretch. You got uh, the Rams 
and the Chicago Bears. And, and this one will be will be worth watching. This will be a lot of fun, I think. Oh, an entertaining game. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Rams can move it can move it on offense, and they they stretch the field and do some things. And obviously, we know what the Bears can do. I mean, Chuck Pagano and and the defensive coordinator. I mean, he he'll get after you. So I do think it's going to be a good matchup. Chuck Pagano versus Sean McVay and. I think you're going to see a good football game. Who do you like? I, you know what, I like the Bears. I just think defensively they 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 pose so many problems for you. They'll they'll, they'll get after you up front. But again, I mean, you got Aaron Donald on this on the on the Rams. He can he can wreak havoc. Ramsey's a heck of a corner. I think it's it's a good matchup. It's going to be a good game. And there's other. Did you know there was a quadruple header in Monday Night Football? I can't say I did. Tom. Yeah, I mean, so so you have the you got the Bears and the Rams, which has been on the docket for a while. You've also got Hubbard at Frost, Chilton oh. at Bremont, and Wortham at Mart. There we go. So there you go. Ten two A Division two, as you know, is on the five day format now. So there's games tonight. And then there will be games on uh, on on uh, Halloween, Saturday night. Uh, wow. So every five days, tee it up. Let's go in this district. So, and you know, we were talking about it, stretch how crazy it is because, again, this going back to the Dave Aranda situation at Baylor, you've you've got you've got you've got a system, you got a rhythm, you got we practice on these days, we we. Uh, Game plan on these days. We lift and run on these days. We have a we have a schedule, but with with this thing starting, stopping, starting, let's have a Zoom meeting. That that's not getting it done, but it, but that's part of the that's part of the process that we have in 2020 with the Bears and, and then in this high school district. I mean, they're having to change their rhythm. They're having to change their routine, and that's not that's not a coach's uh, that's not a coach's a fun thing to do. No, and especially when you have to look at, at Sunday being the day before your game. I mean, normally, you know, Sunday's reserved for the family, the the day away, go to church, do your thing. But, you know, they're probably having to have some Zoom meetings and do some things that lead into, uh, obviously, to a Monday game. So, uh, you know, the challenges of 2020, we've talked about it a million times, but I, I always go back to this. Hey, hey thank goodness and, and, and thank the Lord that we are having some football right now. Yeah, there's there's no question, but for uh, for some programs, it, it seems like it has hit them a little harder than others. I mean, they're you know, for example, in the Big Twelve, Baylor, they and down in down in uh, down in Houston. I mean, look look at the trouble that Houston had just getting that first game played, and and Baylor has played three games and they've had three games canceled or postponed or, or delayed or pushed or whatever you want to call it. There's there's no rhythm to, to this to this season for programs like that. And again, you got a guy who's who's trying to bring in its program and get it established, and he can't do it because they keep shutting it down. Yeah, and it's hard to evaluate, isn't it? I mean, it really is. It's hard to it's hard to evaluate. Number one, you know, we'll just take what's going on in our backyard. I mean, how how you know how how what kind of job has Larry Fedora done? I mean, is is the offense in sync? Have you seen? A, a, a full, healthy offensive line. We talk, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to be critical about running the football, guys, mm-hmm. but I know how hard it is. I know how hard it is to coordinate, and I dang sure know how hard it is to coach. So when you only get that few opportunities and then you take away what, what they've had to take away and then 
you know, the start, stop, the missing time, and then that, that trickles down to the high schools too. I mean, you know, we've seen a lot of great high school football this year, but we've also we've also seen a bunch of people that have got to miss their turns. And, and so it's, uh, it, it's the challenges that we face, and it's what we're going through right here in 2020. I'll be glad when it's a week from tomorrow. I can tell you that. I'll be glad when that is behind us. Yeah, well, one of the things that we talked about uh, earlier today is how many, and, and I don't know the number, but how many practices has Baylor had where they had their, their, their starting 11 on the practice field? They're starting O, they're starting D. Not, I'm not even talking about a two deep. I'm talking about just their starters on the practice field. I wonder how many practices they've had. It can't be many. No, I, and, and you're right. And, and, and I'm going back to what we said, which I, I, I'll do that a lot. That's my ADD. I, I'm, the first step to recovery is recognition. But that offensive line and being able to get that offensive line to work as one, guys, it takes time and it takes a lot of work and you are not getting it done on zoom calls meetings film it, it takes getting on the field and it takes going through it to get it done and so that's why i think you've seen you know you've seen this team i, I thought they had a little a, a little bit of a hiccup uh, against texas but ho- hopefully you know they can get that you can get that group and like you were saying if you can get all 11 of them to work in together I mean, it, it, it'll look like a much better coordinated effort. All right, we're going to take a minute here at 523, and we're going to talk about our good friends over at uh, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Ted Teague, his staff, man, they do a tremendous job. they got a great, uh, great sales department. they also got an outstanding service department with 14 techs uh, on duty at all times. They've also got nine guys and gals working just in their quick loop center. To, so if you're doing an oil change and a tire and a quick tire rotation or whatever the case may be, you're not going to be eight hours getting your vehicle back. They're going to get you in, they're going to get you out, and they're going to get you taken care of. And if you happen to have some service work that needs to be done to your vehicle, the worst thing you, that dr- it drives me nuts when I don't know the status of my vehicle. You know, I'm just sitting there going, well, I mean, is my car ready? Uh, what are they doing to it? Well, they've got seven, count them, seven advisors that are going to pick up the phone. They're going to text you. They're going to call you. They're going to email you. They're going to carry your pigeon. Whatever you choose, they're going to get you information, and they're going to keep you up to date on what's going on with your vehicle. That's just called that's just called service, folks. That's called going the extra mile. So, they're, they're yeah, they're about selling you a beautiful new vehicle, but they're also about taking care of you after the sale. There's a lot of people that could sell you a car or, or, a, or a Jeep or whatever or a Ram truck, whatever the case may be, but are they going to take Take care of you afterwards. Well, they are at Allen Samuels. Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram at Fiat. They're at 201 West Loop 340. You tell them we sent you. What do you call a spicy, crispy, flavor-packed, perfectly marinated chicken filet that's spicy on the inside? Topped with fresh veggies, tangy pickles, and mayo? Some might call it the sandwich of their dreams. But if you're within range of a Whataburger, you can just call it lunch. Introducing the new limited-time spicy chicken sandwich. Sounds like the perfect way to spice up your next meal. It's everything you could ever want from a sandwich, and it's available now. So get to Whataburger and get your hands on it yourself. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. 
I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you, too, can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's my Myatt Fields, call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fields on Facebook. Hey Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you want to breathe. Second, you want to seal. And third, you want to defend. Today, we're going to talk about sealing your roof properly. You want to seal your roof properly to create a waterproof barrier so you don't have leaks in the future. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time. TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats. This 1950s-style diner serves one-of-a-kind sandwiches on their homemade bread, salads, soups, pies, cakes, and cookies, all made fresh daily. Enjoy Fox's Treats and Eats malts, shakes, floats, and sundaes while enjoying music from the 50s. Fox's Treats and Eats, adjacent to the Cedar Chest Antique Mall, Highway 84 near McGregor. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with the ESPN Central Texas Sports Center Update. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats on Highway 84 near McGregor. Reports began circulating last night that Baylor running backs Tristan Ebner and John Lovett will be opting out for the remainder of the season. Coach Aranda addressed those reports earlier today during his press conference. They're both with us and um, we're expecting them to play. You know, I think it, it just speaks to just the time that we're in. I think the guys are dealing with a lot off the field. As coaches, you know, we're here for our players and it's the, the, it's the most important thing for me and our staff. And I'm, I'm really proud of the relationships that they've built and worked on. And you know, we will continue to pour into our players and get, and get to know them and, and get them get them with us even more Sports Center, every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas Five twenty-nine. this is game time with Tom Stretch and Garrett we're glad you're with us and we're going to talk some high school football joined now by Lorena Leopards head coach Ray Biles coach uh, you were down 17 to 7 against Cameron at the half you come back and win it 28 to 20 
just another night in district uh district uh, 113a play isn't it well absolutely tom i mean every friday night you better bring your a game or somebody's about to hand it to you so uh it's a difficult district but i'm sure every coach in texas thinks he lives in the in the most uh difficult district around but yeah it is top to bottom it's a, it's a very competitive place what what was the difference i mean uh obviously you got some things turned at halftime and, and uh so so what what was the what was the big difference in the big swing in the second half well, I think the the main thing was just execution. Uh, in the first half, we shot ourselves in the foot. We had a chance to get off the field defensively, and we had some penalties on third down that extended drives for them. We had a pass interference on a fourth down that extended a drive for them. And, and you know, a team like Cameron, you can't extend a drive for them by penalties and doing things like that. So we cleaned that part of it up, and obviously we didn't turn the ball over and uh, did a little bit better job of executing and outscored them 21-3 to in the second half. So that was a big part of it. We just cleaned up our game and, and played you know, play with that kind of intensity the second half. Coach, I, I know that uh, this year has been uh, – it's been a challenge. been a challenge for, for a lot of programs. But uh, you uh, you had been at the quarterback spot uh, on Friday night, and, boy, he performed for you, didn't he? 12 of 22, 200 yards, 18 carries, 81 yards. That's a heck of a night. Yeah, Ben's a gamer. I tell you what, uh, he is a tough, tough kid. Uh, he will do anything that we ask him to do, and with great effort, which is huge. Uh, and that's well respected by his teammates and his coaches as well. But uh, he's a uh, he's a uh, got the ability athletically to play several different positions for us. But you know, because of, of as you say, between COVID and injuries and everything else, Ben has been our quarterback the majority of the year, and he's done a tremendous job of leading our football team. Couple of weeks left. Uh, where's your football team right now? Well, three and one, and we're in a three-way tie for first place with two weeks left. Uh, you know, we can only take them one at a time. So uh, we've got to make sure that we're prepared for Caldwell when they roll in here Friday night. Do, do you like the way your football team's playing right now? No, absolutely. I think we've much improved over where we were a month ago. And, uh, you know, a lot of that is just, uh, you know, kids buying into what we're doing and, uh, you know, tremendous amount of effort. Uh, you know, you can go through the motions with anything in life, but, uh, you know, the thing that separates the good ones from the average ones are how hard they do it. And uh, I think our kids right now are, have bought into that and they're playing very, very hard right now. Coach, hey, we we know you're busy. We appreciate your time. Wanted you to pop on and, and uh, talk a little bit about uh, your your team and your district, and and we certainly appreciate it. And uh, wish you the best of luck uh, down the road. No, oh, thank you, guys. Appreciate it so much. Hey, Ray, thanks. I appreciate it. Five thirty-three. That's Ray Biles. And again, guys, I mean, we've talked about it a million times, but that league right there. And and he's right. Every coach in the state of Texas has, you know, our district's the toughest district, but. Find me one better than that league right there. It is unbelievable with with the Camerons and the Rockdales and the Troys. And, you know, you got the running back over at Troy, guys. It's about to set – I mean, if he hasn't already, he's about to blow up some some, uh, some longstanding records around here. And, and there's just – again, there's going to be one or two really, really good football teams that are going to be left out of this party. And, and I like what he said, Coach. I like he, I like he came right out, Tom, and told you, you know what, you better bring your A game every Friday night because right now the, that's exactly what they're expecting. You better bring it. And, and that's and, and he's not kidding. I mean, when, when, you, when you play in that league, there has been no rhyme or reason for what has happened in that league other than everybody can beat it. And, you know, you've heard the old expression, any given Sunday, any given Saturday, any given Friday. That is, that is, that is a legit statement when it, comes to that, uh, when it comes to that district. We're talking about 11-3A Division I because they're, they're so 
These are these are good football teams. A lot of them are tradition rich football teams, and they're so well stinking well coached. That's Absolutely, right. well I mean, coached, well, and that's that, that speaks volumes too, Tom. I mean, I know you know that having been in the business that you were in before you decided to leave radio and then get out there and now get back in radio. And by the way, I'm glad we got you a are. real job. But <laughs> but uh, but hey, you know these guys these guys can all coach. They do a great job of coaching. They do a great job of rallying their communities, and it's 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 fun to watch. And anytime you have this kind of district that's got this kind of depth to it, it's an every Friday night fun 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 situation to get involved with. Friday nights at eleven o'clock here on ESPN Central Texas, sixteen sixty AM, ninety three point nine FM. Garrett, you guys. And do the Friday Night High School football mm-hmm. scoreboard show. And you can basically count on a coach from that district being on this program because they just, quote, unquote, upset somebody. But the fact of the matter is they didn't upset anybody. They just played in this district and won a football game. Oh, no doubt. And you're right. We have had a coach, at least one, on from that district every week. And it is to be expected because of the talent level in those teams. And I think right now you're setting up if, – if, if uh, Rockdale can go this week and they can take care of Troy – then you are looking down the road, and granted, Lorena's got to take uh, care of Caldwell as well, but I think that's setting up to be one of the better games across the state in a couple of weeks is when Lorena and Rockdale get set up to play. All right. We, we've got a couple of minutes here, and I want to switch gears one more time on, on your stretch, and I'm going to throw you a little curveball, but when when Andy Dalton went down in, in on that play where he was sliding and, and got blown up and the headgear goes rolling around, what did what did what was your response to the response of the Cowboy football team or the lack thereof? It, it seemed like there was just a lack of a response. You would have, and I'm not encouraging violence here, but you would have thought there would have no. been some kind of retaliatory expression on the part of the guys wearing white jerseys. Well, and that that's a picture perfect hit of what they're trying to eliminate in the NFL. It's one thing. When the quarterback slides and you, you you go into him and you kind of, you know, your head's up, you kind of butt him face to face, they're still going to throw the flag there. But when you, when you bow your neck and you go with the top of your helmet at his chin and you try to split his chin open, I can't believe, number one, that they didn't suspend him. But even more than that, you got zero response from the Cowboys' sidelines. I mean, zero response from anybody over there. And so, to me, that that let me know, has, and I started to question early in the game, has this team already checked out with, with nine, with ten weeks to go in the season? Has this team really checked out and said, we're checking it in, get the golf clubs ready, and let's, let's think about what we're going to do this offseason? But when they don't respond at all in that situation, I, I – I, I didn't even know what to say. I was just taken back as if to say, these guys don't even want to compete. And, again, I'm not promoting somebody going out there. And, 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 and you know, I, I don't know what the right response would have been, would, but, but it would have been to confront that situation. I mean to and, – and, you know, I, I, when I was here, obviously we had uh, – and we had George Teague on last week, but we had – Terrell Owens challenged that, and everybody knows George Teague went right at him and butted him right out of that star. And so to see all, all, all of what we've seen in the history of the Cowboys, had that have been Troy Aikman, that bench would have unloaded on that guy. So 
yeah, it, it really was shocking that nobody, you know, nobody really did anything. It, it was as if to say, oh, well, that's just another play in the game. Yeah, there should have been an expression of displeasure with uh, their uh, their performance and their attitude towards hurting our quarterback. And you saw none. Zip. You know, it's like, oh, okay, help him up. Let's get another guy in here and finish this thing up. It is amazing to me. I mean, <laughs> you know, and again, I'm not sure I know what the right answer is. I, I think I know what, what should have happened and don't want to promote that, but no, it should have happened. You, no, no, you you know exactly what would have happened, and that and, and that's just – that's just the competitive side of the game. That's mm-hmm. just, I mean, you know, that's just that's just part of it. I mean, it, it's not any different than, uh, you know, a pitcher throwing at a pitcher. You know that the, that you're going to get one back at you. We don't need to we don't need to talk about it. It doesn't need to be said. It's just something that you know needs to be handled. But I, to watch Bostic, t- t- you know, go at him, bow his neck. Bust his helmet off of him, send him send him right into concussion protocol, and then to walk off the field and you know you know he was ne- it was never addressed. I, I don't know, man. It, it's unlike anything I've ever seen. I can promise you. If that was Dak, what would have happened? I think you would have seen some guys come off the bench. I yeah, think exactly. you would have seen yeah, some guys. Have, yeah, you would have seen some guys go at him. I, there, there, there's no question. I, the thing that I'm, the you know the thing that I'm that I, I guess I started asking myself was okay. Well, the starting offensive line, four-fifths of them are down. But, I mean, anybody. Uh-huh. And I'm talking about, again, anybody. I don't know, guys. It, it, it's, it's really, really strange, and it really speaks to, the, to the where this football team is, and I think it speaks to how long the next nine weeks it's going to be to have to watch this week in and week out. But why so fast? I mean, you saw him quit against Arizona a couple of weeks ago. How can you be quitting this early in the, in, in the and process? You're, you're, and, and, you're, and you're right in the middle of, of, of the race. It, it, yeah. yeah it, it, guys, I don't know. I, I really I can't, That's I can't explain it. It, it, it's just, it makes zero sense. None. All right, 540, 20 away from 6. This is game time. Taking you home on a uh, Monday evening. And uh, there's more game time coming straight ahead. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday afternoon. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics and hear from head football coach Dave Aranda. That's straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. How do you get the job done? With power. Get all the power you need in a new Ram. Alan Samuels presents Ram Power Days. Extra special savings and special factory financing on all new models. Hauling families to great places. Doing chores. Working hard. Alan Samuels will help you get the job done. Ram, the highest pickup owner loyalty in America. Shop, apply, buy online. We deliver. Alan Samuels, official auto dealer of the heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo. To say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great. From general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets, we go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. These are unprecedented times, and they call us to care for each other in extraordinary ways. 
Help stop the spread of COVID-19 by following these precautions. Wear a face covering. Maintain social distance. Know and monitor the symptoms and stay home if you're sick. Let's put family first and sick COVID-19 together. Sick'em Bears. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat with the Texas Coast Sportscaster of the Year, John Morris. And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda met with the media earlier today. In fact, a couple of times, first on the weekly Big 12 teleconference and then in his regular Monday press conference. First rattle out of the box this morning was a question about a report last night that two Baylor tailbacks, Treston Ebner and John Lovett, had opted out for the remainder of the season. Uh, they're both they're both with us, and um, we're expecting them to play. And, um, you know, I think it, it just speaks to just the time that we're in. I think the um, guys are dealing with a lot off the field, and, um, you know, we're – as coaches, you know, we're here for our players, and it's the, the it's the most important thing for me and our staff. And I'm I'm really proud of the relationships that uh, that we've uh, we've built and worked on, and you know, we will continue to uh, to pour into our players and and um, get and get to know them and and get them get them with us even more. You know, I think it's it speaks though. I think to just kind of the, the time that we're in, especially um, I think some of the things that, that Baylor's been through specifically has been difficult. And so it's, uh, it, it was, we had good talks. I think we're, we're, we're going to be about full strength as we've been going into this next game. We're trending in the right direction. That's Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda on the Big 12 media teleconference earlier today. He and the Bears preparing to host TCU this Saturday at 2.30 at McLean Stadium. The following week's game at Iowa State has been set for a 6 p.m. kickoff in Ames. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Best Wings Pizza and Things in Temple is your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include their two-for-28-dollar meal deals or their family feast. And make sure to top off your meal with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for the menu. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season. Bird Colgen Ford's a proud supporter of the best high school football teams in Texas right here in Central Texas. And Bird Colgen Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 43 years in a row. Nominate your Ford Tough Player of the Week at FordPlayerOfTheWeek.com. Bird Colgen Ford, the right choice since 1936. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. 
Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Backroads Food and Fuel is a proud supporter of Valley Mills Eagle football as well as other local athletics and academics. Before the game on Friday night, stop by Backroads and get a delicious burger from the grill or a fresh-made pizza. Before those out-of-town games, stop by Backroads to fuel up and load up on snacks for the road. And don't forget, every morning, stop by for breakfast and a cup of the best coffee in town. Backroads Food and Fuel, 101 West Avenue C in Valley Mills. Go Eagles! ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with the ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats on Highway 84 near McGregor. Reports began circulating last night that Baylor running backs Tristan Ebner and John Lovett will be opting out for the remainder of the season. Coach Aranda addressed those reports earlier today during his press conference. They're both with us and um, we're expecting them to play. You know, I think it, it just speaks to just the time that we're in. I think the guys are dealing with a lot off the field. As coaches, you know, we're here for our players, and it's the, the, it's the most important thing for me and our staff, and I'm, I'm really proud of the relationships that they've built and worked on, and you know, we will continue to pour into our players and get, and get to know them and, and get them get them with us even more Sports Center, every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas all right 548 to we're uh, what a dozen minutes now in front of six Tom Stretch and Garrett glad you're with us here on game time from ESPN Central Texas you know Stretch we were talking earlier today my man Max Muncie is just having a tremendous postseason in the in the uh, in the World Series alone, he's had three three multi-hit games, uh, in and and just one hitless game. He's gone hitless one time in, in the in the World Series. Other than that, he is uh, he's had, out of the five games, he's had one hitless game, one one-hit game, and the rest of the time, it's it's three-hit games for the entire 2020 postseason. Muncy's collected 15 hits, 20 walks, and 14 RBIs. I mean, think about that. Look how many times he's getting on base with the 20 walks and the 15, 35 safeties for Max Muncy in postseason. That's that's pretty darn remarkable. No, and, and against the pitching staff, Tom, who, I mean, arguably is, is the best pitching staff in baseball. I mean, that 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 speaks volumes to me. I mean, he is – yeah, he's we, – we talked maybe Saturday night or something. I heard a stat that was crazy about two – Two out RBIs that he'd had in this series, and yeah, he's he he he's got it going on, and buddy, he can he can swing the lumber. Stretch, uh, Leon hit us up here on the CNC Collision Center text line. 
and he wants to get your opinion on as far as when you look at this roster, what are some of the players that you think are going to get cut during the season? And as far as the coaching staff goes, are you expecting any changes to be made? Do you think Mike Nolan's going to go, Kellen Moore? What are your thoughts? Well, I, I do think – I mean, you can't cut a lot of guys. I could see the, I could see with the trade deadline approaching, could I see them possibly looking to move somebody like Everson Griffin or uh, possibly uh, – you know, uh, maybe Jalen Smith, if they could, if they could move that contract to somebody like Seattle, who is trying to shore up their pass rush. As far as uh, you know, g- getting rid of coaches, I-, I think Mike. You know, and I and I said this a month ago. I think, uh, I, and it's hard for Mike McCarthy because ultimately Mike Nolan gave him his first job in the NFL, and it's a very difficult situation. It's a very, you know, it's a very slippery slope. But I do think that. Uh, this defense has got to change, and I could see, I, I could absolutely see, possibly during the bye week, the moving on of, of Mike Nolan. Uh, there, there's not much, there's not much else you could do. You could bring George Edwards is already on the staff. Uh, would they go back to a four-three? You know, possibility. That's what he knows. Mm-hmm. Um, secondary wise, you know, I, I think you got two inexperienced coaches in linguist and uh, and Al Harris. So. I think that's something that maybe it gets pinned on after the season. But right now, if I had to guess, I would say that he, you know, Mike Nolan's the guy that's on the hottest seat. Hey, would would uh, would it help just to change the flavor of things if McCarthy kind of took over play calling? Well, I don't, I, I, here's the thing: is is and this may sound crazy, but. I, I don't know that he can. I mean, the way they've installed, and I'm saying that he can, the way they've installed this offense was to try to have some holdover from the verbiage, the previous verbiage and what Jason Garrett did. And, and, and I'll give you, for instance, I mean, that verbiage, which is the Ernie Zampezi, Don Coriel, they name the protection and then they number the routes. So, so I'll give you, for instance, you know, you might, you might call near right scat right 787F flat drag. Well, that tells everybody from the X to the Y to the Z to the two backs, the F gets the first word, the H gets the second word. That's your route combination. And then scat is a, is, is a dual read protection by the uncovered guard. Now you go to what, what Mike McCarthy has always run, which has been a West Coast system, which is more of a numbering of the protections and naming the routes. Now, they tried to marry these two systems, and that's what they spent all of these all of this offseason doing, was trying to marry the two systems, and they, they eventually came to the conclusion that they were going to keep the verbiage from – from the previous system while using some of the concepts of the West Coast system. So I know I've given you a long answer there, Tom, but I don't know that he can take over the play calling right now because of the verbiage and what they've already put in. Well, if it's so stinking complicated and convoluted for him, then uh, are they – and you, you brought it up. Are they thinking their way through this thing? Well, absolutely. Uh, they're thinking that, that, that's what you got. You got a bunch of players who are not – who are not playing the, the the game? I mean, you look at that game. Did that game look like the Cowboys were playing full speed to you? I mean, did it look like guys were really going at it? And 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 in football, it's a reactionary game. I mean, if you're thinking, you're 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 a step slow. 
So, I mean, I looked at that game and I thought, this team looks like a team that is, that is just stuck in mud. I mean, everything they do is slow. It, 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 it looks a step off. It's, a, it, it's, a, it's, it's, it's late to get to this coverage. It's late to get and, – and I think that's a reflection of guys thinking instead of just going out and playing. All right, uh, so we got Monday Night Football tonight, uh, the Rams and the Bears. We've also got all the high school games. Uh, and, boy, we, uh, we hope they have fun tonight playing high school football. It's Monday Night Football for, for our central, some of our Central Texas high school football teams, and we hope it, uh, hope it works out really, really well, and they have fun tonight. We will do this again tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock. We'll start the day tomorrow morning with, uh, with uh, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. And then uh, they'll turn it over to J-Mo and then, uh, uh, then Stephen Simcox and, uh, and, and, and Garrett. And then, uh, uh, then you got the Unnecessary Roughness. Then we're right back in here tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, and, uh, and, and we hope you have a good evening. Enjoy your Monday night football. And we'll do this again uh, tomorrow at 3.